The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the man. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Well, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice train. <laughs> it's another Double Oz 7 episode as we're finally here to fulfill our promise that we made for the last year. We're here to cover Entrapment. Um, oh, sorry, scrap that. Noah's on the line. We're doing another ranking. <laughs> it's because, another one. Because. Wait. Oh, it's real life Entrapment. We are we are uh, ranking all of the Sean Connery eyebrow raises in Entrapment. Uh, <laughs> Noah's Actually, put together the list for us. <laughs> but uh, yeah. this is the most anticipated rankings we've had in a long time because we are ranking the final scenes, not the action part, but the Bond the one where the and the queen woman died from yeah the, the the queen dying. That's that's what we're ranking today. Rank your royal family deaths. Here on Double Oz Seven, Diana, Queen. <laughs> uh, don't die. That's going to be a short guy. one. Uh, <laughs> King's speech. This <laughs> King's speech guy, <laughs> whoever he was, Colin Firth. Uh, Colin, Colin Firth. Colin Firth will be dead by the end of this episode. If Ben has anything oh, to do with it. Oh, now he is. Oh. <laughs> Rick we didn't Colin kill Firth. the queen. I don't think anyone ever mentioned the queen. Oh, oh boy, killed the queen. You she was ninety-six. <laughs> ben on a Oz Network episode said, "I don't know if we uh, should mention this or not, but uh, uh, based on news stories, this might be the last time we ever record while the queen is alive." What do you I'm know? Only... Two hours later, she's dead. <laughs> when the headline said "Queen in grave danger of dying," I think I can be safe from saying that I didn't do it. <laughs> to be fair, I, I'm not a gambling man, but I mean, I, putting money on the Queen dying is hardly a hardly a big big risk play. There is it. People have been putting like money on that for about, yeah, they've been putting money on that for the last thirty years. Uh, somebody finally got paid off. Uh, all right, so ranking. The final scenes, we're talking about blinking fishes and yes. Bond hiding from Felix or hiding from Jack Wade or having Christmas in Turkey. Yes. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. And obviously, we're going to say we are the first podcast to ever rank a blinking fish. My name is Colin, and I thought no only ranked once a year. <laughs> My name is Nora, and I'm just coming. <laughs> Oh, they're hilarious. And my name is Ben. And what do you think you're doing? Keeping Die Another Day's ranking up, sir. Ugh. If I have anything uh, to do with it, it's not going to be kept up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We were almost Shocking. three for three on a good intro there, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm letting the team down, apparently. <laughs> that's uh, that's why this... you're not going to make Tasmania's top podcast. Is okay. <laughs> I'm not making Tasmania's top anything. Tasmania's top failure. Well, <laughs> he's still waiting on a Twitter uh, reply from that one guy. That's I'm going to ranking Tassie's biggest failure. <laughs> Tasmania's biggest racist, according to Max Dawson. Uh, this uh, this will be an interesting ranking because I don't think it's a list that 
I had thought about doing. And when we did the finales, the climaxes last time, uh, we had that cutoff where it's like, well, but this scene isn't really included in that. And I think, I don't know, it might've been Noah who said, yeah, we'll rank those eventually. And here we are, but yeah. uh, it's, it's anything to list. avoid the damn cars. It was the I'm cars. I'm begging yeah, to do the cars. And I was like, no, I'm not doing the cars. It's stupid. I, I basically woke up to about 60 messages. And mm. as I'm scrolling through it, I see Ben. I really think we should rank the cars. And Noah's like, I have like nothing to contribute to that. And I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, I have nothing to contribute. And Ben's like, yeah, but I, I think that we should do the cars. The cars is a good one. I, I have and then all of a sudden I see a list. <laughs> but then I see a list that includes blinking fish. And I'm like, never been so happy to see a blinking fish. We're not ranking the cars. Uh, the cars will have to wait. It'll We'll get to it. By the I'll time do it by myself. Track. I'll just do Ben Waterworth ranks the ranks cars. <laughs> that will get you onto Tazzy's top podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is an interesting list. We have a good variety of scenes. Some of them include a little bit of action. Some of them include a little bit of drama. Most of them, most of them just include Bond getting lucky at the end. Yeah, uh, this, I mean, we joke about the cars, but this does kind of make sense to be the next one following the climaxes. This is the post-climax scene. Um, so, yeah, it is an eclectic bunch, but the one thing I kind of like about this list is that... Uh, I feel like there's a lot of unsung heroes. A lot of the films that maybe normally get ranked kind of near the bottom are mm. kind of getting a bit of a chance this time. So my my top 10 is a, a bit of a, a shocker compared to the kind of average norm. Like there's a average norm. Like that's a that's a sitcom surely waiting to happen. Um, but oh, rest in peace, well, Norm Macdonald. I like Norm Macdonald more than oh, the Queen. So. He's funny. Oh, ooh, controversial. <laughs> More than the Queen? Oh, <laughs> not in your I would line up for his funeral. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we joke. We are the Commonwealth 007 podcast here, but also, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of kind of mixed bags here. But uh, I think Colin said it off air. Like the the bottoms are sort of quite easy. But after that, there's a lot of solid scenes here. So. I was toying with my list a lot and I still kind of could toy with it. Um, so a lot of strong contenders and the unsung heroes this week. Um, I just want to point one thing out to our listeners. I have made sure that we're going to get the right averages this week and I don't have to edit <laughs> in a little thing that Ben Waterworth fucked up. This is why you're not making Tazzy's top podcast. You can't do math. You know what's so funny is that I literally, when I did that and realised I'd fucked up, I'm thinking, oh, my God, have I fucked this up for every list? So, like, I literally <laughs> went through every list to make sure that I hadn't. I hadn't. It was just that one because I had been copying and pasting a wrong formula on Excel, and I was like, oh, my God, if we have to do all these again, and I didn't. So it was just that one. But it's all fixed. We're good today. Um, yeah, look, I know what your bottom ones will be. And they're generally not going to be near my bottom. So we're in for a fun Surprise! ride tonight. Are you sure um, you're happy to see a blinking fish, Colin? Do you take that I, statement back? Yeah, this is an interesting one because I agree with what Noah said because there's, there's some on my list that I generally never rank in my top 10. But I think the thing that I found interesting with this one is that I, I generally kind of, when I rank, I don't know how you guys do it, I go like, okay, obvious top, obvious bottom, and then you kind of blend them in the middle. This one to me was, there's not an obvious bottom for me, for me at least. I know for you two there is. So then I kind of went from the top 
down and then it kind of just made its way. And there was a couple where I'm like, oh, I'm ranking that very low. And that's just comes down to because others, I like it. So there are some here that I'm unapologetically going to rank higher because I love them for just different reasons. And then when I look at my bottom ones, I'm like, huh, interesting. I don't really dislike it that much, but it's a case of, well, I like other ones better than it. So, I I mean, I can just right now already feel like I'm just going to put like two or three of these automatically in your bottom threes. I don't even need you to rank them. But, um, I mean, I'll just say that I'm drinking alcohol tonight. Noah's drinking half-week alcohol tonight, and Colin's still being himself and not trying alcohol. Yeah, we should be worried because Ben's having a a beer. But, I mean, we have our sponsor, Slam Cola. Buy your Slam Cola now. Uh, You get a can of Slam. (laughs) Do we want to play that? Let's play that. What's that? You also get a can of Slam. I haven't heard that in a while. Good good job, Noah. Every time Ben drinks, we need to hear Slam. But our our other sponsor is back. Non-alcoholic beer is back. I'll be Ooh. drinking these non-alcoholic beers tonight. And and what? non-alcoholic is not in quotes. Well, I'm drinking pure <laughs> blonde ultra low carb. So uh, and remember the last time I had some alcohol on the show, I ended up breaking down. So um, good fucking luck tonight, gentlemen. We don't talk about that. I thought that was going to be the season series finale. That episode. We don't talk about that. Oh, both our yeah, fans let's... have been waiting for the series finale literally, for a long time. I'm not, I'm not joking. Literally, we haven't talked about episode. Made the best well, off. We should start taking bets at what point Ben pitches more era again. <laughs> let's hope Let's hope we somehow can get more, past that. More era. Oh. <laughs> um. I'm going to start us up. We're going to do groups of five here. Uh, and uh, I, I will say this outside of my bottom two, I, I kind of agree. I don't really dislike anything outside of my bottom two. It's just sort of like, well, which ones are bland? Which ones are forgettable? Uh, but my bottom two are pretty solid. Oh, I wonder solid what Colin's lock. bottom two are. Well, I didn't hey, think you were dying the other day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's the thing. I, I have um, one that I have no defense for at all. Even my second to bottom, I have a slight defense for. But uh, this has nothing to do with Ben's (laughs) running up the averages because I looked at that last time like, man, I really got to stop giving credit to Diane of the day. (laughs) But this has nothing to do with that. This is legitimately, I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, Diane of the day has got to be better than a blinking fish. But it's not. It's really not everything. There's two scenes here that we have. We have the Money Penny James Bond masturbation scene, the VR masturbation, followed by Bond and Jinx putting a diamond in her belly button. And both of these scenes are like among the worst in the history of the franchise. We're not only going to give you the worst post-climax scene ever, we're going to give you two of the worst post-climax scenes ever. There is nothing good to say about Die Die Another Day's final scenes uh and yet i have had several things up die another day that i ranked higher i think including the, the climax last time around uh but yeah uh the easy easily the bottom one uh and as i already spoiled my second to bottom the blinking fish and the funny thing is i didn't want to hold the blinking fish against it the blinking fish is bizarre oh, it is come on it is <laughs> It is beyond <laughs> bizarre. Blinking fish, your famous quote. <laughs> my my point is, is that it is it is the final moment of blinking fish in a scene that I'm like, well, I got to judge the scene as a whole. Uh, here's my defense of License to Kill, though. That sorry, what? Scene, what was that? Say that again. No, here's my defense of License to Kill. Oh, see, my okay. defense. My de- <laughs> words that will never be spoken again unless I am uh, fed in with the sound clip. Uh, my defense of this scene is that when I watched this in License to Kill's 
final scenes back to back. I'm like, you know, I dislike them, but they are a product of the era and uh, not more era, Dalton, Dalton era. era. Uh, Dalton <laughs> look, Ben's already, era. even in Dalton era makes Ben laugh. It's no. my era, my Dalton my era. era. <laughs> but uh, there's something just unusual about them. It's very much not James Bond like with the, you know, the, the final scene with uh, um, Pam here. There's a weird thing with uh, the, the love triangle that never really was a thing in this movie that I just hate. But the fact that it's sort of like, oh, happy ending. They're, you know, oh. going to be together. It's not like the way that Bond's and Bond's ending. There's something, there's some cheeky comment. There's usually an innuendo. There's none of that with the Daltons. I kind of take that the same excuse of, you know, why License to Kill feels more like a diehard movie or a Miami Vice episode than a Bond movie. It's a product of the era. So a slight defense for License to Kill, but still second to Bond. Now the number 23, this is where you get the ones. Colin, can I just jump in? Can I I ask a question? Sorry. No, I just want to rank die another day now to get over and done with just because you're going to put it up. So (laughs) no. Okay. Right. Sorry. Sorry, Colin. Surprised here. Um, (laughs) My 23, this is a movie that I always sort of have more defenses for than I think both of you. But uh, when we looked at this list and I saw Octopussy, I'm like, what is the final scene? Like, I had no recollection of the final scene. And I rewatched it. I'm like, okay, I remember the leg cast, but it kind of works for the wrong reasons. It's a funny gag, but it just reminds you of how old Roger Moore is, that (laughs) he's having sex and he's got his leg, you know, pinned up in a cast. Uh, everything about this scene I completely forget is ever in the movie, and yet I, I remember most of this movie. Uh, my number 22, You Only Live Twice, uh, it is just a carbon copy of a lot of the other scenes, Bond on a boat, in this case a raft. Uh, what I really dislike about this scene, though, is the lack of effort from Sean Connery. There's that line where he says, but they'll never find us. It's like, I don't think Sean Connery has ever delivered any line of dialogue with less enthusiasm than his final line in You Only Live Twice. Well, uh, have you seen Dutch? Have you seen Diamonds Up for Have you seen Battles? But uh, nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's, it, there are multiple scenes like this on this list. And I think all other ones were done better than You Only Live Twice. And then my number 21, uh, I really wanted to rank this at least one spot higher because my number 20 is something that I have issues with as well. But uh, 21 has one of the funnest gags ever for Q. But again, we're just sort of reminded about how old Roger Moore is as he's getting steamed up behind shower glass as the Q-Bot comes in Aww. to spy on him. I like the Q-Bot gag, but... It is kind of just a throwaway scene. And it's of all the Roger Moore's, especially when I looked at this list and I was looking at all the Roger Moore's, which are all just, they really just have people laughing for the final moments. I'm like, okay, Octopussy and A View to a Kill, really on the lower end of Roger Moore final laughs. I just, I'm sorry to jump in here again. I'm just so surprised that Colin drank Diamonds Are Forever and he's bottom five. Well done, Colin! <laughs> Death by Wedgie, uh, not one of Colin's worst. Can we go one spot higher? <laughs> Oh, no. That's a win. That's a win for Colin and Diamonds Are Forever and Death by Wedgie. When I I rank Timothy Dalton at 13 or 14, it's like, oh, Colin should get credit. But here, this is a victory. Not bottom five. Diamonds Are Forever. I won. Um, More more credit. (laughs) Colin, you were talking about happy endings. You need to watch yourself because last time, what caused you to rage quit the podcast was when you brought up booby traps. (laughs) 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 I've only had half of one. I'm not there yet. Be careful. 
<laughs> so, Colin, you need to watch yourself with the innuendos. Um, I will say, um, of your five, we have four that are matching, Ooh. but not, not, not in the, the same order. But I will say the four that you just talked about, I will be talking about four of them uh, very soon. And one of them is... The end of the day. Uh, oh, sorry, you had finished, Noah? No, I'll thank you. All right, yeah, sorry, it's just making being quiet. We probably we enough tonight. Probably yeah. won't. Yeah, well, if I was Tasmania's podcaster of the year or whatever it was, maybe I would, but fuck Tasmania. Um, I will say two of these are going to be in my bottom five, so, ooh, um, and a few few others probably won't talk for a while. <laughs> the drama. Um. <laughs> Before we move on, I just want to, uh, in honour of the Queen, um, oh, I, not the band, which is a good band, but um, I was, and not Madonna, as Ben would maybe call. <laughs> like when, when, who, when ben who, texted, who, who did you talk about? When Ben texted us, oh, the Queen's dead, I'm thinking, oh, thank God, Madonna's finally kicked the bucket. But it turns did I out text it you the saying the Queen's thing. dead? No, it's just for... <laughs> comedic effect all right i think we're all such royal lovers and i'm sitting around going hey guys oh my god the queen's dead if if we were good we would edit this (laughs) wait wait to really uh ruin my jokes there ben waterworth um but in in honor of the queen not madonna um i i was googling some queen james bond sort of things and uh i just want to read out this little thing that um this headline that the Queen admitted, admitted, Ooh. the Queen admitted that she's seen all of the James Bond movies. Uh, does that include Never Say Never Again and Casino Royale 67? But but I like that she admitted, so Ben Waterworth admitted that he's well, seen all Bond of girl. the James Bond movies. She's a Bond girl, uh, remember? Yeah, but there, there is a little passage here that the news comes from royal biographer Giles Brandreth who spent time with the 95-year-old monarch and said he enjoyed learning about her surprising interests. We should Uh, get him on the show. That is the most British name I've ever heard. Giles Giles Brandreth. (laughs) And and there's a quote here from Giles Brandreth. The fun of spending time with her was finding out unexpected things about her. She really did love all the early James Bond films. Apparently, she still watches them. Though she preferred the earlier movies before they got so loud, said Brandra. <laughs> uh, so I agree with her. I'm not a, I'm not huge on the Craigs. So me and the Queen have something in common. Well, she again, she was a um, Bond girl. We should mention that in the Olympics, of course. She famously yeah, teamed yeah. up with Daniel Craig. So she was more of a Bond girl than there was in Skyfall. So, But, uh, uh, yeah, she's, she's a big early Bond fan. Um, she had a movie named after her, for fuck's sake. She's like, Barry Nelson's my favourite. <laughs> oh, that's on Her Majesty's like- Secret Service? That Lazy Me can be on my service any day of the week. <laughs> she's a big Lazy Me gal. <laughs> Ooh, she's got a slight stiffness coming on. <laughs> <laughs> She likes the early ones, like Barry Nelson, the Casino Royale. 54, he has a lot of which, guts. Which, to show how freaking ancient she was, Barry Nelson's Bond came out after she was becoming the Queen. So she's well, she was Queen for things. every single James Bond. Like Our next James Bond film will be the first that she wasn't the Queen for. Think about that. 
She's, she's are- older. Would she be older than even Sean Connery or Roger Moore too? Yes. Maybe not more. No, what was no, they Moore were born like early nineties? Yeah, but weren't they both? Ni- they were both born in the thirties, weren't they? Moore and Connery. Yeah. No? So and Lizzie was born in what nineteen twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Roger yeah, Moore. Didn't like, I like the young ones, like Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just there's Roger. a nice thought. In heaven, Roger Moore, Sean Connery just sitting around and the Queen walks up. Oh, delighted to meet I knighted both of you. Oh, I'm- hello, Lizzie. It's a pleasure to see hello, you again. Your Majesty. Come sit and- down next to me, Lizzie. A, a genuine <laughs> Queen of England. Let me use my sword on your shoulders this time around. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, uh, and where's old George? Oh, well, he's been cancelled. She- <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> He's just not been working. His career um, is uh, since we last recorded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, in honor of the Queen, she's uh, she's admitted that she's seen all the James Bond films. Um, I would never admit more to than that. Jamie, Roger Moore, um, Jamie. Yeah, at least she would have got her rankings done. I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> she would have loved to do the cars. She would have had her on. I love she the DB five. <laughs> My favorite. We really should have got her on, but it's a bit late now. Um, oh, we're holding off to our hundredth birthday. <laughs> you know how she sends yeah. a letter out to everyone. Her instead of her getting a letter would be coming on Double Seven. That would her be her reward. We've, we've learned the lesson to not hold off anymore. That's why we invited Colin for this episode. You yeah. just never know. You never know. Anyway, uh, my bottom five, which includes four of Colin's bottom five. Uh, ben, you'll be delighted to know uh, it's not Die Another Day because there's one that I almost feel like. And oh, I, 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 sh- I call this one, I think. What do you think? You calling I, it? You can call uh, it. For your eyes only because you hate Thatcher. No, but that is coming very soon. Um, <laughs> there's one that I think almost couldn't be, shouldn't be on the list, but we should have to include all the films. But I'm putting you only live twice because we, me and Ben were having our 60, 60 message conversation. I'm, and we're like, is there, is there an ending to this? Does this movie end or is it still going? Um, so yeah, I, it's nothing. So I just had to put it last because it almost could be like not on this list. It's basically the climax. There's no like scene there really. And screw Kissy. She's just the worst bottom girl. Bring back Aki. Um, yeah. Number 24. Uh, Jinx with diamonds <laughs> in her belly button. Oh my god! Oh, I, and the the I, I'm I'm a teacher nowadays. The big thing in career is the VR. So we're teaching with VR, not me, because they're like nowhere in technology. We're not going <laughs> to put that together. Uh, but yeah, we're now teaching with it's the big thing. So we the one thing to give to Diamond Die Another Day is. Way ahead of the curve on the the VR thing because Money Penny she had it going on way before anyone. Now now we're teaching with VR, uh, but Do you it's masturbate? just so. Uh, uh, not, not, when, not when we're talking <laughs> no, about no, my like, job. No, no, ben. come on, no, 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 no not when no. we're talking about my job. No, uh, it's cringy. You don't get any chemistry between Pierce and Halle Berry. Um, Speaking of Halle Berry, they announced like the new mermaid, Little Mermaid, and I keep reading it as Halle Berry is going to be the yeah. Little Mermaid. It's like Hay- Haley Bentley or something like that. 
every time I read the articles, it's like, Halle Berry is the little Murphy. Well, uh, she was in the Flintstones. I mean, I've got no problem with her being the little mermaid other than she's getting on a bit old Hallie's. Um, Still looks better than an old the little queen. Mermaid. Um, but, yeah, it's cringy. It sucks. Jinx sucks. Samantha Bond masturbating with VR is cringy. Uh, yeah, it's just awful all around. What an awful end to a pretty awful movie. Uh, number three, Ben, ben did call it. Uh, number, number three. three uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get an over here. Come on. Uh, ben did call it. And I did consider putting it last. I don't see how anyone can like this. It's for your eyes only. I am seem to be the only person in the world who hates this because there are all these lists of like the worst 10 James Bond moments ever. And they will have things like California girls on there, which no. I love California girls scene. They will put the slide whistle in, and I like the slide whistle. They will put, like, Diamonds Are Forever stuff in there. They'll put the yellow face in there. Yeah, that belongs in there. But uh, but this is just so cringy. It's not funny at all. This Margaret Thatcher impersonator talking to a parrot, and people call this the serious Roger Moore James Bond movie. It ends with Margaret Thatcher talking to a parrot <laughs> and slapping her husband. Like, I, this movie is the most mislabeled kind of serious Bond movie ever because that's not the only silly thing that happens in this movie. The only reason it gets labelled as this serious Bond is because it came after the one where he went to space. <laughs> it's Margaret Thatcher. Like, it's more less cringy that Roger Moore blasts up to the Moonraker than it is that a parrot is talking to Margaret. I can't believe they put this in here. It's cringy. It's not funny at all. It's... It's the ultimate like boomer humor, except for whatever the boomers boomer were. Humor. <laughs> yeah, but for whatever the boomers were in 1981, it's like the stolen silent generation or whatever it was. Um, it's, oh, I hate it. And why is it not in the list of worst James Bond moments? While fun James Bond moments are in that list. Double Take Pigeon is not the worst James Bond movie. Oh. Double Take Pigeon is hilarious. Oh. Um, this Fuck stinks. Off. Blinking Fish is better than Margaret Thatcher. Um, number 22, I completely agree, Colin. But this is how Roger Moore's legacy goes out with him as a grandpa barely struggling to stand up and all the, oh, can we turn down the heat of this water? It's just making me have a little heart attack. <laughs> I can barely stand. Like Stacy set up a little stool for him in the shower like that. <laughs> He's got a shower bar. <laughs> a little shower bar. I'm surprised I didn't have a bath because it would be much more suitable for him. Those little uh, rubber like, things you put on the bottom for traction. <laughs> Roger Moore getting out, getting his dressing gown on, putting on his Crocs. Like, Stacey's an at-home nurse. She's just having to wash the old man. Like, come on, Roger. Get you back to bed. We didn't see what was going on in behind those curtains. It wasn't sexy fun time, I can tell you that. Like Roger Moore's getting his dressing gown on, putting on his Crocs. Like that's enough, Stacey. Let's go and eat the quiche now. Uh, so it's so like this is how Roger Moore goes out. Like they tried all these funny scenes and they just ran out of ideas by this point. And ah, uh, no, it's such a lackluster, sad ending for Roger Moore and the robot thing. Eh, sure. Um, cue Pervin on Roger Moore getting his back scrubbed. Um, <laughs> 21, I agree, Colin, the Bond and Octopussy on the boat 
I was like you. I'm like, how does Octopussy end? Like, I feel like all, all of these I know more or less how the film end. I could not for the life of me remember until I rewatched it. And yeah, I mean, sure, Roger Moore in a cast, as Colin said, like that's just a foreshadow for him getting his back scrubbed by Stacy and his nurse in the next film. So I'm going to have quite a bit of Roger in my top 10, which is oh. great because oh. we need more Roger love. But yeah, I've got a triple Roger in a row here, but there's, oh. it's going to be quite a big gap before we get more, a massive gap before we get more Roger Moore. But um, yeah, I agree. It's so unmemorable. Quite a big gap. Another Bond girl name coming. No, right. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you've got, the same two that Colin had that I'll have in my bottom five. And other than that, yeah, a few I won't talk about for a while. I've done the blinking fish shit. I'm surprised, <laughs> actually. I've not done the blinking fish. Well, if we did six, then maybe you <laughs> We should have just done six. <laughs> You've had your six. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm <laughs> maybe. Um, uh, Colin, Colin, you have anything to add? Before before we move on to my next one, all, all, the only thing I haven't talked about already is Fear Eyes Only. Um, it's not going to be coming up for a while for me. And Noah, your attempt to sell this as one of the worst moments of all time might have actually made me want to move this up more. Because I, oh, I, love, I love the parrot. I love Margaret Thatcher. Uh, uh, I love yeah. Mullet. They're, 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 what dumb thing in my top 10 that can I move up further? <laughs> uh, all right. So now let's get to it diamonds are I'm, forever i'm sorry do i not get to rank my bottom five all right you oh. go ahead is, is it really does it really even matter all right do you want me to just do mine from start to finish to get it over done with it i'll leave <laughs> this, is, this is why it's, he doesn't get on to Taddy's top podcasters don't even make it on seven's top podcasters I thought he might be inebriated enough that he wouldn't notice and we could skip past Ben this whole episode. For that, <laughs> let's play that. this again. All right. Um, it was all that talk of old man Roger Moore. It just the Alzheimer's seeped into Colin. <laughs> Screw you both. Um, let me have a uh, sip like, of my beer. Hang on. Are we just doing Ben at the end? or? Oh, I always like being well, done it at is, the end. It is, it is Ben's turn. This all is right. Ben's turn. Um, Okay, let's bring up one that you two are going to hate me for and I don't give two flying fucks because you shouldn't be surprised that I'm going to bring this up at last. It seeped all the way to the bottom. I didn't automatically put this at last, but then I'm like, yeah, that really does suck. Bond is in space having sex. (laughs) I don't care if it has a funny line. There are 24 other movies that have funnier lines at the end than he's attempting re-entry, sir. He's in space. I don't care. It's not forgiven. And bloody Jaws and, oh, we've picked up two people in the water, sir. Like, oh, Jaws is still alive. I'm still, he'll return in Bond 26, clearly, played by, um, who's that guy you hate? Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong? Uh, Timothy Shamalama is going to play Jaws. (laughs) See how the crap he wears to his bloody red carpet things. He could be Dolly, maybe. Um, (laughs) I've got a question. Does Moonraker have a car? Uh, the rocket ship. Oh, no, that was already ranked, wasn't it? Um, does Moonrake have a car? Uh, I no. feel like you're hell bent on just always automatically putting a Moonraker last. So I'm like, maybe we should have done the cars one. Um, I've ranked Moon like I've ranked some Moonraker higher than that. Like I think the pre-title sequence I ranked up 
higher than I usually do. Jaws is in Moonraker. He was my number like two or three. Um, Drax wasn't that low. The book's good. Uh, <laughs> the book is good. Um, but like, honestly, as I said, I did not like do this list and straight away go Moonraker last. Like it just was like a process of elimination. I got to like my bottom few and I'm like, oh yeah, Moonraker are these ones. Um, yeah, the line's funny. Okay. I get it, but it's, it shouldn't be made because he's in space and it's stupid. Um, at number 24, uh, I'm going to have this the lowest out of all three of us. You two have put it up. Uh, A View to a Kill. I love A View to a Kill. I'm a, a View to a Kill apologist. I think it's a great film. But I hate Stacey Sutton. I think this is stupid with Q, pervy Q, going like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a little bit of a look at this. And, like, how does that conversation work with Bond afterwards? If Bond's seeing this robot, he puts a towel on it, so then he goes to the office the next day, Q, you old bastard, did you see my ass crack enough? Like, I mean, like, it's just stupid and it's silly and I don't like it. Uh, and, yes, I know there's going to be some that are stupider and sillier that are going to be a lot higher on my list. Shut up. Um, includes Margaret Thatcher. Uh, at 23, get another one off the board. You only live twice. Yeah, what happens? Um, I still struggle to remember. Octopussy, you both brought up. I'll spoil it now. Not in my bottom five because I actually remember what happens in Octopussy, whereas you only live twice. I'm like, eh, what happens there? Um, in 22nd, let's bring up another one that you two didn't. And... I thought we had ranked part of this in our final battles, but I got told off that we didn't. So the fact that we haven't ranked it is why I'm ranking it so low. It's Thunderball. The speed up boat thing is absolutely ridiculous. It's so bad. And then the end bit when they get like pulled out of the water on that plane, like that's going to kill them. They should be ripped in half. Um, It's, silly and the movie Thunderball is just no I'm not a fan of and I don't and it just comes and you just you're so sick of it at that point with the five hour underwater battle you're just kind of like oh god get it over and done with right now and then just they pull out of the water and it ends weirdly like it's just it's a, the weirdest ending it's weirder than a blinking they, fish it's weirder than money Kenny masturbating they go from literally the slowest scene in Bond to literally the fastest and they just recycle the same sped up sequence like 10 times. It's not even a new sped up sequence. Like, come on. Um, and at 21, I'm shocked, positively shocked that neither of you two brought this one up and that I'm the one bringing this up first. The Living Daylights, freaking Whitaker's Ooh. toy soldier room is dumb. I like the cello sequence at the end. I'm all for that. But, like, the fact that we're including the Whitaker stuff in it brings this down to the bottom. If this was just a cello scene, this would not make my bottom five. But, yeah, this, the Whitaker thing's dumb. Whitaker's a crap villain. It's a bit cheesy and silly and it's over. The, they should have ended this with, I know, a great restaurant in Karachi. And then, like, you know, go to the cello scene afterwards. And you've got a great ending. This is this is dumb. And I'm, I'm shocked, positively shocked that neither of you two brought this up. Um, well, I'll... I'll say I'm not going to talk about Thunderball for quite a while. Um, although I completely agree the sped up footage looks bad. There's a lot of other things that happen throughout that sped up footage that deserves a lot more credit. Plus when you talk about, they should be dead with that, that, that skyhook thing, that was a real thing. And they did that stunt for real. And that's how <laughs> I mean, they it died. Wasn't Connery. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't Connery. So maybe the stunt people died, but like, we can't say, Oh, they should be dead with that. But that's re- And I think the fact that is real, that that makes it better. Um, real? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was a real thing, and uh, they they so did was Moonraker. that in the movie. Moonraker was real. Uh, Moonraker, you're completely wrong. Um, uh, it's not going to be in my top ten, but uh, I, I pretty much expect you're always going to rank Moonraker at the bottom. But uh, 
Yeah, I disagree with most of what you just said. <laughs> I'm used to yeah, it. I also disagree. Well, not most, because we had a view to a kill. Uh, you only live twice, and uh, just those two. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say Moonraker is in my top 10, and I will say is. Thunderbolt is not that far away from me. But the biggest shocker here is. Ben Waterworth ranks Timothy Dalton before Nora and Colin does. Still like, another what? Timothy Dalton on this list, though. Let's just be warned that I haven't put up yet. It won't God. come up for a while. So, uh, uh. <laughs> definitely uh, the Living Dead that's not in my top 10, but it's still like a bit of a way for me. So, wow, that's a real shocker. Ben, down down on the Living Daylight. The Living Daylight. All right. Oh, now, oh. now I'll do it. Uh, should have done Ooh. six in the first place, but uh, Diamonds Are Forever, number 20. Uh, there's, I, I think I try to come up with defense for this, and my defense I can come up with is that y- you both have said this multiple times, like, the movie is what it is. You know, you either love this movie or you hate it. This post-climax scene, it is no different than anything else that's in the movie, and it's not the worst things in the movie. Although I will say... Such as the Bond girl, which Colin thinks of. Tiffany Case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. Yeah, I agree. Uh, She is great. What I do like is I love the final line about how we're going to get those down from there. I like that. Um, What I don't like is the wedgie. The the wedgie. Now, you talk about things things that never (laughs) belong in a Bond movie. I don't want to hear space doesn't belong in a Bond movie, okay? When you have a wedgie in a Bond movie, okay? This is like (laughs) lowest common denominator. Stabby, this is something that we would have seen the Love Guru, which we unfortunately recently covered, (laughs) is just a wedgie in a movie. Like, it does not belong in a Bond movie. Um, It it is one of those things. I think the the final scenes, the post-climax scenes, you basically have groupings. You have the ones which is, you know, the villains come back or a secondary villain comes back and you have kind of just a fun action sequence. That's what this fits into. It is definitely not the best of those types of scenes. There's others that have been done. Whoa. Even there's even, there's even silly ones that had been done better than this, but. Uh, Can we hey, re-edit gonna... the slide whistle in my moment the Golden Gun? But uh yeah, I'll, I'll take that it's a victory that I had it just in my bottom six and not my bottom five for once. No, um, it's not. It's not. It, it is. You can't take it back. Uh, I'm hosting <laughs> this episode. No take backs. Uh, 19, here we go. I'm going to agree with Ben now. Uh, and I am not the lowest to rank Timothy Dalton, Living Daylights. Uh, and I, I found myself re-watching this scene, trying to come up with I, I don't want to just crap on it because it's Dalton. And I rewatched the scene, and I did find a couple things that I kind of like with it. I, I disagree with the cello, but my argument for that, the same as my argument for License to Kill, you know, it it is the type of final scene with the girl that fits in the mid to late 80s, but it doesn't fit in Bond. So I dislike it because it doesn't feel Bond-like, but... I excuse it because it is something of the 80s. Uh, the Whitaker scene, like, I, I almost wish we just included this in the climaxes. I mean, A, it would have lowered the average ranking of uh, Timothy Dalton. But uh, yeah, I, I almost feel like it fits more because this Love is, him. I guess, the scene where where the, the other villain sort of comes back. So I can kind of see it going both ways. But yeah, it is like the worst final villain showdown ever. Uh, I, I will say... 
there's the one line in there, which is really good because it is a callback to Dr. No, where Whitaker said, you've had your eight and I'll have my 80. Uh, that's a nice line, but it's just a terrible. It's even location. It's not interesting. There's nothing interesting about it. So uh, Ben, that was one of the smart things you did. Uh, probably will be the last uh, 18. Oh, I'm really worried that I'm going to get uh, some hate from this, at least from one person. Um, I got to put up Dr. No at 18. Uh, oh, I wow. love Dr. No. Oh, I wow. love Dr. No. I love everything, everything about Dr. you've no. done so far is worse than Ben. <laughs> the terrible grouping at five. Is that the name of the episode? I, I, I don't <laughs> dislike this scene. Uh, I actually really like this scene, and it is the prototype for all scenes that will follow. We would never have... The only live, uh, it, maybe that's the problem. We would never have had the only live twice scene if we didn't have this. We would never have had Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, so many of those other movies that duplicated this formula. But really, what is it? They're on a boat and she shows her leg and they let go of the rope. I mean, it, when I was looking at this type of scene, I think that's that's kind of the way I did my rankings. Is I looked at the scenes where the villain comes back or a villain comes back. And I'm like, well, I'm going to include one of those a little bit lower. I look at the scenes where it's just him and the girl and some you know, gag about, Hey, you know, we need more privacy. And I'm like, spy who loved me did this better. I think golden. I did it better. So maybe it's a victim just of comparing it to the other scenes like this, that were all better. Uh, but we're officially in the numbers now where I do like the scenes. I don't really have complaints about them. Uh, 17, this one started a lot higher on my list until I kind of had to look at it more objectively. And um, that specter, I, I feel like this would have been an easy top 10 scene if we never had no time to die because it, it's like this great farewell. And you know, I always talk about how in the books you only live twice would have worked as like the best way to end this series. And then unfortunately you had to do man with a golden gun. Um, I'm not saying no time to die is the unfortunate part. I'm, I'm glad we have no time to die, but it does diminish the impact of that specter scene of him kind of driving off into the sunset. Uh, the, the Q scene's good though. I mean, I like that, but those two scenes, they're really meant to tie something up subtly. And then unfortunately the movie that follows ties things up better in a not so subtle way. So Spectre probably would have been close to my top 10 if we never had no time to die afterwards. Uh, and then I'm sure Ben's going to have this a little bit higher than me, uh, but uh, Christmas comes Aww. for the first time on this podcast. Uh, it is it is such a I would say tasteless joke It's one of those jokes where people love it or hate it. Uh, I probably hated it originally because I didn't understand it. Uh, I'm a little bit older now. Jamie's informed me of what the joke is and I get <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> <in Turkey>. uh, <laughs> uh, one thing that really hurts it, though, is like the bad blue screen fireworks behind them uh, but it, it's still of of these scenes if i were to take this and dr no i do think that this one is slightly more clever than the dr no scene uh dr no at least didn't have bad blue screen though but uh it would be close between these but uh this might be the lowest i've ever ranked the world is not enough I, i'd have to look and and actually just on that note i, I tried Christmas to look Jones. to see uh, well, yeah, there we go. That's the lowest. Uh, but uh, I tried to look to see if Ben was right about whether he ranked Moonraker's pre-title scene um, high or not. But when when you click on the pre-title link on our website, it takes us to Billy Magnuson's smile ranking the secondary henchman. So I, I can't find your what? rankings of, yeah. Uh, Hang on, what, on what page? On, on our website. So when you go to the ranking section and you got yeah. all the 
sick of things. When you click on the pre-title one, it takes the Billy Magnuson smile. So I don't oh, know whether you're because that's the rankings redux. If you scroll down and click on, you'll see the uh, list there. Because oh, that's so the one where we redux. Click an extra time. Nobody has It's not going to be on the Tazzy's top podcast. Well, if you read the fucking page <laughs> properly, then maybe you'll understand where the links are. Ben, he's old. <laughs> he doesn't know where the left one clicks on things. Okay. Oh, Free wow. title sequences. I Give me that say- Billy Magnuson smile at the Snuggle Crop Lips, No Time to Die rankings redux. <laughs> Colin works out how websites Colin, I can find this for you right now on the list if you want me to. Pre-titles, Moonraker. I ranked it at... uh, Why can I not see Moonraker? Anyway, I ranked it at 18th. (laughs) Well, I was higher than the top 20. We'll take it as a victory. Drax, 18th. Oh, says the man who every time he doesn't rank something Timothy Dalton last is like, oh, this is a victory because Timothy Dalton isn't last. I was being serious. I'll take that as a victory. Moonraker was outside of your bottom five. Dalton is not going to do well on the averages this week, I feel. Um, well, I will I, uh, I will say we have only two in common this time, so it's going down. Things are getting more interesting. The the two I'm surprised about is I thought that both of you were going to have World is Not Enough in the top ten. Um, and I'm not saying this because I'm a big Diamonds Are Forever fan. I posit- I'm positively shocked, negatively shocked. I I thought this was going to be a universally agreed, like, great henchman return sort of scene. I did not see this coming. I thought this was the one week that Colin may have even in the top ten. It's in my top Even 10. a man being set on fire doesn't save it from a wedgie. <laughs> yeah, it's got burning men. <laughs> you love burning men. Uh, yeah, if we get a few more pa- Patreons, we're going to send Colin as the roving reporter to Burning Man next week. <laughs> um, <His> favorite. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, it, it, impartial, not my love for Diamonds Are Forever. I thought this was going to be all round like a top half maybe not top 10 but top half so i'm shocked by that i'm not because i remember colin ripping into the wedgie scene so i thought that was going to be now the bottom i'm i'm shocked about doctor no i'm like absolutely incredible like i've got stupid opinions and you're going to yell at me for so many of these in this list i'm i'm bracing myself but doctor no at 18th i'm not the biggest doctor no fan and even i'm thinking that's stupid um i've only got one of these in my next five uh, and I just want to, again, point out that Colin's quoting the dumbest things ever seen in James Bond are wedgies and blah, 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 when we have Bond going to space. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, well, speaking of dumb things in James Bond, my number 20, sorry, Dalton Average, Blinking Fish. Um, <laughs> That's a win. That's a win. Yes. <laughs> Not the bottom five. <laughs> it's a win. I didn't put Dalton in the it's a, What is it, Casper? <laughs> it's a winner. It is a winner. It's a winner. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, uh, this you said that's a win. This is going to be a win. How's this for a hot take? I think the blinking fish is the best part of it. Uh, <laughs> because the other stuff is crap. This weird party, like this weird, like it's like your mum and dad at a party. Like it's, it's so like weird, cringy 80s. That, like Colin mentioned the weird love triangle that never existed. But can we also talk about like, what is this? It's like the... The Lupe hooking up with the president of Itzma City, like well, based on what the, your opinions were of Lupe, that's standard for her. 
<laughs> it's it, it's like the uh, the love story that we were waiting to see. Finally, Lupe and the president get together. Um, I kind of like the jumping into the pool thing. It's cringy, but I, I kind of like it. Um, to be honest, I like that looks more real than the Thunderball ones. So I'm shocked to find out that the Thunderball thing was a a real stunt. Um, yeah, so I actually think the Blinky Fish is the best part of this. And if you ask me to, when we rank the secondary songs, oh. that's going to be very low for me. I, no, boo. And, and you're talking about this gritty action, like Dalton, I am old buddy revenge, and then they end with that song. Come on. Um, 19, I thought I was going to get ripped apart because uh, I don't want to come more than once a year. It's the Christmas comes in turkey um i thought you both would have this way up it is fun it's silly and it's a cringy sort of funny line but i mean it, it's an attempt to sort of go back to the roger moore's and it fails it's it's people who saw the roger moore movies but didn't have any involvement in them trying to do a roger moore ending because this is the one with like the ther thermal like mm. camera thing isn't it yeah it's just yeah, it's a funny line, but you you already have the Christmas in Turkey and then you go straight to another Christmas pun. Two Christmas puns? No. One Christmas pun? Okay. Two Christmas puns? That's pushing it. Uh, wouldn't be in my bottom, but it, it's like, yeah, shouldn't be higher than 19, I think. Old man, old man Hilding ain't going to be happy with this because I completely agree with Ben. I'm putting the disc on the latte through the water. Uh, like the... This should be a top 10 worst bomb moments. Leave leave California <laughs> girls alone. This should be in the bottom 10. This and yellow phase, they should be the moments. It looks so bad. As Ben said, the shots just recycling, recycling. I've I've really come around on the underwater battle, as you saw last last episode. I put it really high, but this just is what's such a terrible end to a really mad movie after decent stunts in the underwater battle and and i'm shocked that that was a real stunt that they're flinging them up on the thing because it, it looks terrible so i'm surprised it's real maybe they should have done it fake uh maybe they wasted two good stuntmen rest in peace um but yeah, I do kind of like the random guy who pops up uh, in the boat at the end, like the old guy. Like, when are we going to rank old man in the super fast boat? Uh, the but this is one time. Car. I'm not a huge fan of the Thunderball book, but I do prefer reading kind of this ending on a boat sort of thing more than, I don't know. I feel like even in 65, they knew this looks crap. Um <laughs> Number 17, you, you guys might not like me, but I mean, I let's not just give special, let's not give special preference to Brosnan just because we like Brosnan. I'm putting Tomorrow Never Dies up. It's to me, it's slightly better than You Only Live Twice, but it's kind of such a eh, sort of ending. I couldn't even really remember like them in the water. Like, yeah, we like Dalton and I love Wei Lin as a character, but I don't know. It's just, they're them in the water and then it ends. Meh. Um, and then I agree, Colin, my number 16 is Spectre, Spectre, Spectre. It's not bad ending. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Like at, we saw that and we've 
Craig talking about slitting his wrist, we thought, well, maybe this is Craig leaving. And I think we all agreed if this was the last scene of Craig, it was a suitable, serviceable ending, much better than the blinking fish and old man Moore getting his back scrubbed in the bath. Um, so it's a solid ending to Craig. Uh, and he, in this one, he lives. Uh <laughs> And, you know, you got the DB5, it's a bit rushed. And, I mean, we had Spectre climax at the end there, really low. And then you get into this scene, it's quite fast, but perfectly serviceable, but just not overly going to stand out in the grand scheme of things. But as Colin said, if it was the real ending for Craig, maybe it goes up higher. Um, But I do agree on that one. So some matches and then some new ones there going on too. And the blinking fish. Um. There's a couple that you've listed there that I'll be talking about in a moment. It's not a surprise to me that The World Is Not Enough has been brought up by both of you already because I'm pretty sure I remember during that recap that you both hated that ending. So uh, I honestly am surprised that uh, neither of you brought it up in the bottom five. So I'll take it in a win being in the second five. So the winner. Yeah, it's a winner. Uh, I mean, Thunderball won't be coming up for me for a bit. Uh, but I, again, I, I feel like there's a lot of defenses. Yes. The, the sped up thing looks bad, but there's still great stuff in there. Uh, so, um, let's hope I'm, Colin runs out of time again before he gets to <laughs> like he has for the last two. Uh, I liked I, it better I when he talked about boobies. <laughs> boobies. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with several of your picks there. I brought up most of them. I'm tomorrow never dies. Uh, it, it'll be coming up for me, but, uh, I, I can, I can definitely see what you're saying. Although for the, this type of scene, uh, I, I think just the fact that, you know, they're in the water floating on wreckage and it's not just the, Hey, they're on a boat, which has been done a million times. And that makes it different. Although there is the one weird, there's, (laughs) there's the one weird, like slow-mo shot when they're called Mr. Bond and then it cuts that weird slow-mo shot, which always has bothered me. Other than that, I think that it's fine. What did a boat do to you when you were younger, Colin? Why do you hate <laughs> boats so much? He lives in, in the middle of Canada in Manitoba. He doesn't know what a boat is. Have you so... ever been on a boat, Colin? A, a boat? <laughs> I was about to say that joke. It's Canadian. You said it. It's better than Colin says it than Ben says it. Um, I am, again, shocked, positively shocked that... Um, yeah, that Tomorrow Never Dies got brought up then because I was about to bring it up at 20 and thought that I was... Because I'm with Noah. Like, I, I'm the Brosnan man on this podcast. I I I love him to bits. But and I, I, I want to get on the Tomorrow Never Dies train. It needs more love than it does. We always like to amp on about how it is a, is a oh, solid, great Bond film. This is maybe the worst part of it because, like, yeah, it's kind of crap. You know, decent ending, and then they're just in the water. I hate that slow-mo scene. I'm with you, Colin. But, like, it's just like, Commander Bond, Commander Lin, and then they're just like, oh. And, like, it's not even implied that they fuck. Like, I would be on the line that take away a fuck from them because, they, sure, they kiss, but, like, it's kind of just like a bit of a kiss and then it gets into a bit of KD Lang. So, yeah, I as much as I love Brosnan and that, this is not the best Brosnan. I've got this easily the worst Brosnan ending. So, um yeah, 20. Um, 19, I thought, well, I mean, I am the first to bring I'm, I am the first to bring it up in terms of the ranking of the least, but you two have already brought it up. Uh, and I love this film, but Spectre, yeah. Ooh, uh, wow. I mean, again, I agree. I think, was it you, Colin, who said if this was the ending for Craig, it might go up a little bit. 
Um, but I mean, the Q bit's kind of funny. Uh, but then just like the, the way kind of like Madeline looks and then we get the theme and the DB5, great. But I don't know, there's, as you'll find out with some of these rankings with my Craigs, maybe very shortly, I think the film afterwards kind of takes away from the ending, which to me ranks it lower if that, because they're so connected that if these were such more separate films, it wouldn't bother me. <laughs> Noah kills the fly. Or something. <laughs> Sorry, mosquito emergency. Or cat. He was really agreed. He's like, yes, yes, one hundred percent agree. <laughs> Getting really involved you go, in there. <laughs> Moving up on Tasmania's podcaster of the year. Um, it's just yeah. I don't know. Number Again, 99 now. Similar to what I said with Tomorrow Never Dies, it's maybe the worst part of Spectre for me. I, I don't know. Um, 18, I've got, you talk about, oh, Moonraker always so low. Ben Waterworth ranks Octopussy the highest. Um, <laughs> breaking news in the Bond ranking. I kind of think it's funny with him he'd laying in bed in his little thing and he's got his leg up and he's all like, oh, cripple, cripple Bond. And then all of a sudden Octopus comes in, oh, come fuck me, Octopussy. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why I find that funny. It's like, I mean, this is a movie with a clown, uh, but just like his leg and it's just, you know, even James Bond with the broken legs horny. I want him to have a little cast yeah. on his doodle and it just like pop out of it and I pew. Have, just, have, you, have you ever been in a leg brace? Uh, no, like I've never broken a bone, so never needed to. When I was 15, I dislocated my knee and had a big sort of thing, but I was definitely not getting laid then anyway, so it wasn't a concern. Well, it hasn't changed. Colin, not have like you ever now. had a leg brace? <laughs> no, I didn't. My mom had uh, a leg brace, though, and we used to play with it because <laughs> she'd have to take it on and off at night, so we would put the leg brace on and look at me. <laughs> I don't have a leg. I'm Roger Moore from Octopussy. <laughs> I'm Roger Moore. <laughs> look at me. I don't have a leg. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to all our amputees listening to 007 today. Thanks for joining us. That's an episode title contender, I think. Look at me, I don't have a leg. That's winning right now. Look at me, I don't have a leg. No wonder she injected gluten in your food. You sound like an awful son. Look at me, I don't have a leg. Did, did, did she have like a Colin, never go to the Paralympics. Um. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why we're sending you to Burning Man and not to the Paralympics. Colin. Don't watch she, Survivor she... Nicaragua just or, or Survivor Vanuatu. Don't do Wait, it. So, so your mum had a – she had one leg. <laughs> she had two legs. She had two legs. I don't know. When you're a kid, you play like – my leg doesn't wait. I don't have a leg. I'm like a Bond villain. Uh, <laughs> Colin makes fun of the disabled. <laughs> Again. But the, the way the way that Ben's telling the story is that your mum had one leg and you were like disconnecting her leg and riding it around. So you look at me. Mum, you've got one leg. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know Ben knew your mum. <laughs> I'm Colin's official biographer. Don't you know this? I know everything about Colin. Look at me. It's called Look at me. I don't have a leg. The Colin is Colin, what, 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 what was your mum's name? Uh, Lori. Was was she a Hildy? Uh, she was when my dad was alive and she was married to him. <laughs> look, look at me. I don't have a leg. The Lori Hilding story. <laughs> 
written by Ben Waterman. <laughs> One of Tasmania's top podcasters. Uh, <laughs> Tasmania's 99th best podcast. Um, uh, well, it sounds like you had a great time, Colin. <laughs> I've had a great time fun. in the last two minutes of that. Um, what what no, is it, Casper? It's a winner. It is a someone, winner. Uh, I would have loved if someone took my leg brace for a little ride when I have one. Did you have no, your leg no brace signed? With no. mine. Did you sign it? No, but a few years ago, I found when I was six, I broke my arm and I found my tiny little cast of my tiny Ugh. little six-year-old arm that I kept for some reason. And people did sign that one. It did smell, yeah. If I ever broke a bone, I'd have nobody to sign it because I have no friends. That Die Another Day person ever wrote back to me, so, you know. Yeah, like, you know, we're offering, like, uh, Roger Moore pictures for the Patreon. We could we could offer up, like, leg, leg braces and arms. We'll break your time. leg and then we'll we sign more, it. More going to break her arm. <laughs> quarrel it up. If you sign up, you can have Noah's six-year-old car signed by Ben Waterworth. And if you sign up too, you'll get Colin's mum's car. So you too can go, look at me, I don't have a leg. That's going to be one of our Patreon tiers. But look at me, I don't have a leg. From now on, when Colin watches Dr. Noah, he's going to be like, look at them, they don't have vision. Um, look at me, I don't have hands. Uh, yeah, anyway, like- that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, seventeen. Let's get Wait, controversial. Ben, let's bring up that Giles Brandt. Giles Brandt. <laughs> the Giles Brandt. Fun fact: the Queen also didn't have a leg. Um, <laughs> let's be controversial and bring up a, another one from an actor that I just talked about. It's Skyfall. I hate Whoa. Eve Money Penny line. It annoys me and I hate that reveal. It pisses me off. And oh. that is why this gets ranked lower than other ones. I mean, I like the whole coming in with the red padded doors and the desk because it's kind of like, oh, we're here. But again, the subsequent film ruins it because, like, I remember we talked about this and it was all like, oh, yeah, great. Next time around, it's going to be Bond on a new mission and it's just back to normal. Bond on a mm. random mission that's not connected. I love Spectre. I'm a, the biggest Spectre fan on the planet, but this takes away from that scene. It just next movie, it should just be Bond getting a mission, boom, nothing connected, and we're just back to where we were in the Die Another Day world. So that's why it ranks lower for me. And clearly, I am apparently on a bit of a streak right now with this certain actor because at number sixteen, it's Quantum of Solace. Um, yeah, I get it. He's gotten his revenge and the necklace and the Canadian thing and all that kind of stuff and oh I never left uh, but like it's just it's the movie's crap and it just does James Bond theme that's just kind of there and it's like if this movie was so much more intense on the revenge on Vespa then maybe I'd be like yeah you know he got it and whoa he's never left well this is only set like three days after fucking Casino Royale so why are you asking if he left he sent his resignation and he's still chasing people a day after Vespa died. So it's kind of like, eh, well, did you? It's been three days. Um, I mean, again, I'm getting angry. It's 16th. It's not 25th. Um, you know, so it's it's fine. Snow. Is this our only ending in the snow? Is it? I think it is. Um, yeah, well, if it isn't, well, it should be. shouldn't be. I don't know. I like snow. Um, but, yeah. 16th, that's not bad for Quantum of Solace. You two haven't put it up yet. That's going to make the top 15 for you. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't have the Remy and Casey. You tell it how it is. 
Yeah. Did I just hit one of them and say, look at me, I don't have a leg. <laughs> Cass is always carrying around a knife, so he's probably chopping it off. Uh, I mean, I, I can't fault you for your rankings because a lot of this stuff is not going to be, like, super high on my list. Uh, with Quantum, um, uh, one thing I will say I hadn't really thought of before is, like, Quantum might also be a victim of this scene works more in 2008 than Quantum. it would work just in the Bond series. You know, it, it it is kind of what you expect for the time period, but it's not necessarily what you expect out of James Bond. And I don't know if that uh, is an issue you have with it as well. Mm. Um, eh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a solid point. The, the Queen um, thought it was I'll too loud. Yeah, I, I will say I, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, inflate Ben's ego here, but uh, you brought something up with Tomorrow Never Dies that actually has me rethinking my rankings, and I dropped oh. those ones. Oh. Ben, Nobody's you need to drink beer more often. <laughs> Let's have a sip for Ben. Drinks out for Ben. <laughs> I'm pouring I'm pouring for Ben. Yeah. Cutting for Vesper and pouring for Ben. <laughs> As Noah, that, do you have anything Noah's to add? Noah's nothing else to add. Uh, no, uh, we're doing it in groups of five, so I will say that Quantum is coming up soon for me. Um, but I, I kind of completely agree with everything you said, but Quantum on the averages will actually go higher than it normally gets because it is a yeah. shit film. Um, but I'm just so glad that you put Bond and Waylin up before Dr. No, because the Dr. No scene is way better than no, that. No, I'll just, I'll just say this right now, that... Doctor No's in my top ten. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler alert, but wow. it's in my top ten. <laughs> this is going to be a breaking ground podcast. Mm. Uh, let's recap our bottom ten then. Uh, so I had at number twenty-five. Um, nobody masturbated to the final scene of Die Another Day. Number twenty-four. Oh, one person did. <laughs> Uh, number 24 uh, 20, 24 blinking fish is the Lisa the problems and license to kill 23 uh, look up Roger Moore I have no leg octopus 22 uh, bond and kissy on a raft and nobody will ever find them uh, 21 Q-Bot takes a shower with Roger Moore of you to a kill 20 Wedgies, diamonds are forever. Woo! Nineteen. Um, you've had your eight. I've had my nineteen. Living daylights. Uh, eighteen. I'm sorry. Uh, I might actually be regretting this if Ben made an argument like he did for Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, but for now, I've still got Doctor No. Seventeen. Uh, it's better than the climax, Spectre. And sixteen. Uh, Christmas comes at number sixteen. My number 25, yeah, leave, leave him on the raft. Bond and Kissy only live twice. Mine, um, my number 24, I'm not masturbating to uh, the Little Anything. Mermaid diamond belly button. Um, my number 23, how have you two not put up the cringiest moment in Bond yet? And the averages is disgusting. It's Margaret Thatcher calls a parrot. Can I repeat that? Margaret Thatcher calls a parrot. Hey, Mr. Uh, Groves. My my number 22, uh, yeah, uh, turn down the shower. It's a bit hot for old man Roger Moore getting his little back scrubbed. Uh, view to a kill. 
My number 21. Look at me. I don't have an octopusy. It's <laughs> octopusy. Uh, my number 20. It's a good old orgy with the president, Lupe, Bond, Pam, and the blinking fish. Uh, the best part of that finale. Uh, my number 19. Christmas is fine, but I only need it to come once a year. Uh, number 18, if only the rest of the film went this fast, it's uh, the Thunderball boat <laughs> thing and the weird, like, stuntman getting their bodies sliced in half, guts falling into the... He had a lot of guts. Uh, my number 17, unmemorable and way worse than Dr. No and how way is Colin not put worse. this up? Way worse. Ooh, punny. Well done. It's uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. And my number 16, old Craig, finally gone, slashes wrists with Madeline in the car, Spectre. Spectre, Spectre. Num- number 25, the vomit is entering re-entry at Moonraker. Number 24, Q's at least getting masturbation right in this scene, a view to a kill. Number 23, you only don't know what's happening in this end bit twice. Number 22, there are thunderballs happening in this because it's going so fast. Number 21, I would rather have dinner in Karachi with Dalton than watch the ending of The Living. Actually, I really would love to have dinner with Dalton in Karachi, actually. That'd be great. Hello, okay, let's order the steak. <laughs> I think Colin would have Dalton as his steak. Oh, he's a rare man. He's, you know, he likes a bloody. Yeah, there's no way he's well done. Every Bond actor no. would have it rare. They're men. No, they're real oh. men. Maybe I feel like Lazenby nowadays maybe does a well done. Yeah, well, he is well you know, done now. His career is well done. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny actually. I didn't even realize that that was a thing that he was touring around with bomb music. If I'd have known that was a thing before it got oh, cancelled, I would have gone we, to we it. We could have got um, to that before it was too late. I know. Thanks, uh, Lazenby, for being sexist and yeah. misogynist dinosaur. Um, the the anyway. thing is, Lazenby got cancelled. But if you like investigate and put your Inspector Gadget glasses on you can't actually find out anything that he said so it's yeah. all a big yeah, there's, there's no details yeah. i've been doing my research and i haven't found anything about what lazenby said so i think hashtag what did lazenby say our new when podcast, it comes down I'm to it sure. watch any of him what was that one you sent us in? he was on like studio 10 or whatever and he was flirting with it like i mean it's just <laughs> lazenby that's what he does like i mean yeah. and somebody's already just caught up to it. anyway hashtag defending lazenby come on the show um number 20 i love you brosnan but this ending really dies. Tomorrow never dies. You're in the water. Cool. Number 19, I love you, Spectre, but drive away into the sunset, not really, because you're going to drive away even more into the dead sunset in the next film. Number 18, insert another joke about having one leg here. It's Octopussy. Number 17, let the ending fall on Skyfall. And number 16, he never left. Well, he was only gone for a couple of days. It was Quantum of Solace. Um, now... I actually want to do something here. I want to revise Ooh. my rankings because oh, I I, oh, I feel right. like there's Chicken there tonight. was an argument. I hate that I'm giving Ben credit for this, but uh, there was it's a, a winner. Casper, get on board. It's a winner. winner. Tazzy's top podcaster, Ben Wallower. <laughs> now, typically, I would just you know move something down, which moves everything else up. But as I said, I kind of. I kind of feel like a lot of these scenes, well, I rank one based on this is good for this type of scene. And then there's another one that's like, I'm not, I don't have a formula. It's like, oh, I got to have one of the action scenes, one of the love scenes, one of the the comedy scenes. But uh, 
Dr. No is, I think, better than The Tomorrow Never Dies. And it comes down to one thing, because I still oh. lo- I love that. So I'm moving. Dr. No will. Good I'm, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Tomorrow Never Dies now. But Dr. No is going to officially take this spot as 15. And Tomorrow Never Dies Whoa. is going to take its spot at 18. Awesome. So, swap. Wow. Yeah. So, so been defending Dr. No. Good job. Uh, well, it wasn't You're the defense welcome. of Dr. No, no that's so for much. You. It wasn't yeah, the defense of Dr. No. It, it's 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 the fact that it comes down to this. I still love the fact that they're just floating in the water and you got this destroyed ship around them. I love that the they're calling on Mr. Bond, Mr. Bond. But what bothers me in the the scene is, like you said, Ben, they barely kiss at the end. And what I always loved about this scene and what I loved about uh, Waylon and Bond together in this movie is they have so much chemistry. Like they look like they're about to rip each other apart. Multiple the the motorcycle scene, the shower scene. It's like you spent the movie building. These two are really going to get it on in the end, and then it's like peck on the cheek. You know, like they, they should have gone it's all whatever Jamie, reason. Basically, exactly, yeah. Uh, but what <laughs> for whatever reason they didn't go out, it, it is kind of unusual now that I think about it, um, because you. Spent, I would say more time than any of the other Bond girls of the Brosnan era. You spent more time building their chemistry and building the, the you know the, the heat between these characters, and then it, it sort of amounts to nothing. So I think that bothers me more now that Ben brought it up. So thanks for ruining this for me, Ben. You're welcome, but, uh, Colin Hilding. You are welcome. <laughs> officially, uh, now then, Doctor No will be my 15, and then Tomorrow Never Dies my 18. Uh, 14. Uh, Fine, Ben. This is not a victory for you because I still love Bond in space. Uh, I love Jaws no. and Dolly. Here's here's to us. Uh, well, you both and, have this in the know, top ten. Hmm. You know uh, the the take me around the world one more time is fantastic. I love the disco music that kicks Aww, in in the end. It's the so much fun. Uh, yes, it's completely silly, but like everything with Moonraker, it is what it is. I I, I won't fault either of you for your opinions of. Uh, diamonds are forever. Like, hey, you know, if you like this movie, it is what it is. Because that's kind of the way I feel about Moonraker. You need to sound clip um, that. I won't fault either of you for your opinions on Diamonds <laughs> Are Forever. I've got too many Colin sound clips to choose from, including this one about Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> Tiffany Case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. I agree. Oh, so going to be about. That was going to be about, about what? Which one? I'm good. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I don't know leg. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, number 13. Now, if you had asked me this, I would say within the first 10 years after I saw this movie, this would have been one of the very bottoms. But I love this ending so much more now. And that's uh, Live and Let Die, Teehee on the Train. Uh, Initially, I was so disappointed with this scene because maybe because I thought that Kanango was such a great villain and... Teehee, I'm like, well, of all people to come back, I know why you're doing this because it's like the Kleb scene or even the Goldfinger scene. But, you know, it's it's a guy getting his arm cut off and, hey, look at me, I don't have an arm. Uh, Colin loves the disabled scenes again. <laughs> but, like, I always hated that Baron Samby thing at the end where he's on the train. Ah, ha, ha. And now I love that. And I don't know what changed about my opinion about the live and let die final scene, but I think both these are great. Especially him tucking solitaire in a cupboard <laughs> as he has a fight nice. with uh, yeah, and the, the, the somersault out the window of tea that looks ridiculous, but still fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely one over on live and let die uh, 12. Uh, this is going to be my defense of the quantum scene. Now. Uh, yes. I think that it does 
feel not so Bond-like. Uh, what you said, Ben, about like, oh, he's only been gone three days. I don't know about you, but if I just stopped showing up to work for three days and then came back, I think my bond, my, my boss would ask the same question, you know? But, it, but, I, but I my point have... is he hasn't really been gone, though, because, like, he, he like, straight after Casino Royale, he's chasing after the guys and then M's there, and then he goes rogue for a couple of days and M's on the phone to him the whole time. So he's technically not really gone at all. So when he says, I never left, he's not, like, being witty. He's like, I never left. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Either way, I, I love the line. I've never left. Like, it's such a great line. And having a way to tie up the Vesper story in a way that wasn't in the novels, uh, but they fit it in. That That is one of the best things about Quantum is just having that one last scene that really ties up the Quantum Solace suicide with her uh, in a way that that's, let's say, classier than most of what's in Quantum of Solace. Uh, it's a fantastic scene. It's just it maybe not necessarily what you expect out of a Bond scene, but it's probably one of the best things in the movie. Uh, and then my number 11, um, Noah, 100% wrong. The parrot is funny. Thatcher is funny. What's her husband's name? Uh, he's funny. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis it's, is it's great. you're old and it's old man humor. <laughs> uh, it, it's not a guy in a leg caster or a guy with a shower bar. Uh, this is still Roger Moore in his prime. You can buy him, you know, getting it on with Melina underwater. Uh, the, the, the parrot gag is, it, it is what I, I will side with you. It is one of the dumbest things in the history of Bond. If somebody had this on a list, I wouldn't argue with them, but I, I laugh at it every time. And I think that your comment about like how there's a lot of silly things in for your eyes only, I think there is, but when you compare it to other more movies, it is still the most more. grounded more more movie that there is. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons I like the parrot scene in the end, because I, imagine if we had, well, we do have quantum assaults with no humor, but the, the, the Craig movies, when we get those glimpses of humor in them, like the, uh, the, the Aston Martin happens. ejector seat gag in they? Skyfall, uh, like the ejector seat gag in Skyfall, like those little moments, you're like, oh yeah, I, I want more of this in the movie. And I, I want, want Roger more, more in the humor. Daniel Craig movies as well. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> but but that's why the parrot works because it's something if you put the parrot scene in Moonraker, I think Noah is laughing. And I just I think that you know maybe well, maybe it is that it, it doesn't Margaret it Thatcher doesn't fit <laughs> it doesn't fit Fear Eyes only as much because Fear Eyes only is is more of a grounded movie. But regardless of the reasons, I love it. Yeah, Colin, you mentioned. Uh that if you disappeared for three days for work, but off air, you did just tell us that you left work halfway through the day to drive your wife home. <laughs> I, asked, I asked permission. I asked permission <laughs> to leave work. <laughs> I, I yeah, was going to suggest as like a, a, a an exercise for adult, maybe for the Patreons, we could, we could all Patreon. sort of do One. three days of going rogue from our job. But then I realized it's the higher, much higher stakes for me and Colin. So maybe, maybe we might <laughs> Hey, I had a job laughing interview at, in the last fortnight, and I've got one on Tuesday. Laughing at the unemployed. One of the one of those um, paid interviews is what he has. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny is when I literally like tell people I've got like interviews. Like I may have had a Tinder meetup the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I've got to be done by a certain time because I've got an interview." Oh, congratulations! And I'm like, "It's a podcast." <laughs> Everyone always thinks like, "I've got four interviews tomorrow." Oh, wow, you're really going well on the jobs. I'm like, "They're podcast interviews." Oh, okay. You 
you know, it'd be great is if, uh, if, if Ben actually did just phone it in his job one day, all it would mean is we wouldn't hear die another day as much on these episodes. He so, ben, you're the first one up. See, he's not phoning it in yet. <laughs> I'm glad that you had a Tinder meetup because literally right before we got on air right now, I got, I got a notification from Tinder saying they're going to, they're going to block my, my account because I've been too inactive. <laughs> Because you haven't had a date that you downloaded it. <laughs> well, I'm going wow. there. I'm getting blocked by Tinder because it's, That is it's, the most Noah Groves thing ever. You're talking about the most Ben Waterworth thing that. ever. That is the most Noah Groves thing ever. I was going to say, we've talked about the most Ben Waterworth thing. We talked about the most Jamie Hilding thing ever. There has never been a more Noah Groves statement than Tinder lame. is going to deactivate me for inactivity. <laughs> But at least I'm getting paid. So. He'll say, he'll say, yeah, there you go. I think he got a notification from his penis saying your penis is about to be deactivated for yeah. an activity. <laughs> at least if I did get a date, I could pay for them and not have the date have to pay for me. <laughs> yeah, but, my, but my dates generally involve me going around to use my penis. I don't need to pay anything. Oh, um, no, do not say that <laughs> sentence ever again. What, Look my at me, penis. I have a penis. <laughs> Do you want to see it? <laughs> oh, and, and and what we didn't find the most Colin Hilding thing is that him laughing at boomer humor. <laughs> boomer humor. I, mean, I think the most Colin Hilding thing is looking at. I don't know what is the most Colin Hilding thing. Getting paid to eat things, <laughs> laughing yeah, at people with no legs, gluten, oh. eating gluten. <laughs> Maybe gluten. gluten. You just got gluten. <laughs> <laughs> L- wow. Little do you know your. Little do you know, me and Ben have been working behind the scenes, and uh, your breakfast that's going to get brought to you today, we've been, we're going to prank you. We've been working with Jamie, and it's got all full of gluten. You just got gluten. <laughs> it, it, it's a new pilot that Ben's working on. That was his job. Interview. You got gluten. You yep. got gluten. Yeah. Um, with your host and our, and Jonathan Lapaglia. <laughs> well, that British guy. What was his new- name? Nigel Snotnose or something? What was he called? Giles. <laughs> Snootwater. Child Snoot. Small Stevie Snootwater. What was it? Bond, uh, James Bond Jr. Um, and, and, and our new uh, and our new true crime podcast that we're launching. What did Lazenby say? Uh, <laughs> Followed by uh, Ben's new comedy hour. Look at me, I don't have a leg. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, I can't really remember what you ranked. So insert witty, <laughs> witty, insightful comment here. Um, right. So that's, oh, I'm going to say shit. Um, I was like, what's going to witty, insightful comment? Don't, don't feel obligated, Ben. I, I didn't end. I've got enough editing to do already. Uh, and we're not even halfway through this episode. Um, a few of yours will come up in mine soon. Um, but I'm, I'm very impressed that after, 120 episodes of 007 that finally my opinions are starting to sway people. So, uh, slow build. It's a long con. And, and I'm, I'm almost tempted to pay you for that. Hey, if uh, our one Patreon uh, likes to pay for stuff, um, Colin Hilding can be on board. Just get a phone. If you get a phone call today, I expect that money deposited in my account. There's something strange about Colin paying Ben for things he does on the show. I know there's some weird sort of power dynamic daddy Colin thing going on here. I don't like it. Um, my number 15 
I've got this the highest, and it's a winner. It's pretty good for me putting Dalton this high. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm way, way ahead of all of you guys on the Living Daylights. Uh, um, I completely agree with both of you on the Whitaker stuff. Like, did we need the, the showdown you've finally been waiting for? It's Timothy Dalton goes and gets Brad Whitaker. Did we... Like we could have, we could have just left him alive, right? Did we need the the? Well, Whittaker I guess they show? knew they were going to bring him back in two films' time, so you had to show it was a different character. So you know that is the thing. Joe Don Baker is getting a double double showing this week. Um, he is, but I, I I don't know. Like he's got this war room to have like a a battle with all these war toys. Like have the Timothy Dalton samurai. Brad Whitaker, Napoleon sort of battle thing. Like, but what sells it for me? I love the end end scene so much. You guys didn't even talk about some of the great stuff in it. Gogol showing up to the concert. M's there, like, oh, Gogol, he's a good guy now. And oh, I loved your performance. The the cello case with the bullet hole, like what a transition that is. Um, but you guys didn't even talk about my favourite bit is when all the, the turbans come flying in. When, oh, turbans! Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Cameron, Sha- Cameron Shard's group all show up to the concert, like, coming in. Kara's like, oh, there's my fans. Uh, and and, and, the, and the little, like, poster is like, this is the Kara World Tour or whatever. The extra uh, martini, then, thanks, one fan. Yeah, and then yeah, then the double martini there at the end. Uh, and like M and Gogol being pals. I love everything about like we needed more of this silliness in the Dalton films. Um so I agree, like with Ben, like I've got a nice restaurant in Karachi and then go straight into the concert. We don't need the Whitaker stuff, but the concert is enough to put it into 15 for me. Um my number 14, we've all talked about it. It's the quantum one, which, you know me, I'm I, Ben always puts Moonraker at the bottom, Colin always puts Diamond Duff Forever and Dalton at the bottom. I always put Quantum at the bottom. It's a terrible movie. Um, me, I don't have a plot. Uh, I, I do not like Quantum, but for once, Quantum on the averages won't be that bad. Uh, it is one of the better parts, but you guys aren't even talking about the worst part of this. I should be defending it slightly, but the the worst part is the freaking he goes outside and this movie is so lazy that at the end, oh, let's just put Judy Dench in there and let's not film any ending. Let's let's just get her to describe everything that kind of wraps up the plot. Like, why is she even there? Like, why is that M oil? There? Yeah, I hate that line. It's like, oh, green yeah, and oil like, in your stomach. This script is so lazy that we're just going to have Judy Dent randomly being outside this Russian apartment for no reason, explaining the plot line, and then you never left. Ben's completely right. Like, I don't get that because, oh, it's Bond going rogue. He's literally there with the horsies and the M getting uh, with Ronson and all that, or Mitchell. Like, he is working for them. So it's, it's, I never left. It's just weird uh, because it's true. He did never leave. Um, but at the same time, it's very atmospheric. It is a wrap-up of the Vespa sort of plotline. And this thing, and Colin should like this because this is one of the few Canadian characters that we get in the, the this girl is Canadian. And this plotline is taken, I can't remember which one. It is from a short story where Bond goes to this villain and tells the 
like the girl to leave and that she's being set up and she's with a oh, it's one of the short stories. This actually Stumping does McNoleg. take some. <laughs> That's okay. Mean. Is that the name of the episode? Stumpy McNoleg. <laughs> what does that have to do with the quantum ending? It's the name of the short story. Stumpy we have found McNoleg. our more era moments. Yeah, it's ticked over. It's ticked. Stumpy McNoleg. <laughs> um, yeah, it is one of the short stories, and I wish I could remember which one, but we'll get to it on the Ben Reads the Short Story. Um, oh, I'm told not allowed to read them to the end. I'm not reading them in order. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is one of the better parts of the film, and it's a wrap-up. I hate the gun barrel at the end. Like, Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's shit that. boo. The more I talk about this, the more I want to put it lower because there's a lot of terrible things actually about this scene, especially the M stuff, but I'll give it for the atmosphere of the sort of Vespa's boyfriend thing. Fun. So, yeah, good good showing for Quantum this week, but still could not crack the top 10 for anyone. Uh, you guys are going to hate me, and now I've kicked Brosnan off the board, number 13, GoldenEye. Um, yeah, I... I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like the scene. Uh, it's fun having Joe Don Baker Moffrey show up there. Uh, the the scenery is amazing. I think Natalia is quite funny here, and the whole sort of it's kind of that awkward, funny humor and the helicopters. And but I I don't know. I've noticed that Colin doesn't really like the henchman returns things, and I'm not big on the. The just the Brosnan endings, I guess, because they're all a bit lackluster to me, and it's the same with the climax. I do love Brosnan, but eh. um, <laughs> well, I mean, Goldeneye normally is in my top five for most things, but the last two weeks, Goldeneye has gone down a bit. Um, uh, my 11, I'm gonna put something new up, which I guess is gonna be maybe in both of your, your 11. 10, have you done your 12? A 12, sorry, is. Goldfinger. Um, and it's for a similar Take reason. A step as, back, dollar. <laughs> similar reason as Thunderball. If it didn't look so bad with the the blowing out of the window, it would probably in the, be in the top ten. And it is the first of that kind of villain coming, well, Rosa Klebb, but this is like the main villain, main, main villain coming back at the very end to fight Bond. And the plane is, it's a cool sort of set. It does look good, like the flying around, but the Goldfinger getting blown out of the window has to be one of the single worst shots up there with Kananga, I think. Um, so that really, I couldn't put it in the top 10 for that reason. It just looks so bad, but I don't hate the scene. It still looks better than Die Another Day, but it just looks cringy to the end of such a great villain. So it's a, a kind of a disappointing end for Goldfinger, I think. Uh, and my number 11, Ben, you really are breaking new ground with the Dr. No love. Ben, what if I put Dr. No at the top? Oh, wow. My number 11 is Dr. No. Wow. So first, first he's changing that. Colin's mind on... Yeah, you took a step back on Dr. No because you've put it higher shot. than anyone. Only one in the top ten. Uh, I love this scene so much. I don't know what Colin's smoking. Uh, or maybe he needs to start smoking something because, like, <laughs> the, some of the stuff you put above this is embarrassing. Like, 
putting it as low as you did, you're becoming the band. Uh, but don't worry, you won't be for long because Blinking Fish hasn't come up for him yet. But I don't know. It's such a, it, yes, it's kind of them just getting rescued, but it's such a perfect sort of rest after this big escape sort of scene. It is the first and you can't just give it credit for that. But the chemistry of these two at the end, but no, we didn't even talk about like Felix showing up is such a great thing. Like, oh, here's the Americans just in time after we've already solved everything. Uh, and then the rope thing, the shot is great. And it's it's just such a sort of funny, sweet, sort of soft ending to the very first film after such a sort of intense climax. So I think it's kind of pitch perfect. It just works in every way. Uh, I'm so enthused that Ben has put it in the top 10. I'm very happy about that. I considered it. Um, but I guess for the reason that Colin put it lower, it is just, oh, no, the rope gag and blah, blah, blah. But I just think it works so well to end this movie. Um, so putting it 11 for me, glad Ben's got it in the top 10. I think it's, I guess, underrated maybe. Very shocked. Incredibly shocked that you had it there. I thought I was going to have Dr. No the lowest. <laughs> so. No, um, you're a big fan. Your, your gold love, gold finger, gold and I back to back. I think you had that last time around as well from memory. Mm. Um, and yeah, nothing else really to declare on my end. Uh, first on the, the Thunderball Goldfinger comparison, I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, it's not something that I fault either movie for, though, because I think I would actually argue that Goldfinger has more bad than thunderball because thunderball has the the sped up you know boat or whatever but it's like but at least it's real footage and goldfinger it's like the, the plane on a stick you know the the wayne's world <laughs> little plane <laughs> uh and then the explosion when it hits the ground is just horrible and yeah him getting sucked out of the window looks awful and then let's add to that the security guards who they can't even keep continuity in the movie they're passed out. They're awake. They're passed out. It's like plan nine from outer space, you know, or, Oh, wasn't that guy conscious a second ago? Uh, but, uh, but again, it's just so much fun that I'm not going to fault either movie for the technical problems they might've had in the early sixties. Uh, um, you have, you have the opposite effect. I, I would, I can't believe it's ever come to this. You have the opposite effect of what Ben had this week and that you almost want to convince me to lower living daylights uh, with your argument. And it comes down to this. I, 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 never fun. Played... I hate fun. Yes. <laughs> I hate fun, romance, uh, and legs. <laughs> Those are my three pet peeves. Uh, but, uh, it's Me the too, fact that involuntarily, <laughs> as you mentioned, everybody shows up at the end and what other bond movie feels they need to do? spy love me has a couple of characters show up. Uh, that's fine. But this would be the equivalent of if in, if in, you know, Dr. No, you had uh, Miss Tara show up, and you had uh, um, sure. Smithers or in, in Goldfinger, and they just happen to be there at the end. Mildred shows up in these Bond movies. Like it, it makes it, you, there's no reason for all of them to be there other than hey, it's gonna be a finale, and everybody gets to say goodbye. It's like a it's like a bad sitcom on the the final episode. It's like well, here's to us, but everybody is there in the crowd. It's like that the lost Moonraker. church. It's the lost church scene. That's what this concert is to me now. Well, yeah, There's a lot of reason for scene. Margaret Thatcher to be there, love. Uh, <laughs> love. Oh. 
but she's not there. She's on the phone. Maybe if Cameron Shaw had called on the phone and he's like, ah, throw a turban for you. That would be different. Um, yeah, you, you, I'm not going to change my ranking on uh, Living Daylights, but uh, you you are you're Ben this week, and Ben's you apparently. I don't know, but you're like Ben this week. Blanking fish is still to come, so Ben will be Ben don't, again by the don't, end of this. Don't, don't jump the queue, gentlemen, because I've still got something to <laughs> off in rank. the universe this week. Um, you mentioned Quarrel. Can it's I just say, I, I just read the chapter in Dr. No where Quarrel dies, and I do love the fact that Bond goes back to check over how badly burnt his body was, and he's all like, oh, it's worse than I thought it was. Quarrel. <laughs> Rest in peace, Quarrel. Poor burnt quarrel. Why aren't people lining up for hours for his funeral? Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, 15. Noah's going to be happy. It's off the board for your eyes only. Um, yes. It, look, screw you, Noah. It's silly. It's fun. Um, I just, like, there's just something about having, like, a real-life prime minister in it, which is just silly and funny. And it's just, like... You know, because, I mean, this was a huge deal having a female prime minister, so of course they're going to put it in there and have her flirt with James Bond. Of course. Oh, hey, Mr. Bond. Like, what's the new <laughs> prime minister? What's her name? Old Toad Woman, whatever her name is. Um, toad Woman? I don't know. <laughs> a bit toadish. Um, Charming. But, like... Toad Woman. Uh, Who are you, George Lazenby, Ben? <laughs> Colin, just... Colin, did you, you rank this at 16th? Have I written that correctly? Did you have this no, at 16th? No, I ranked for your eyes only. I ranked it 11. Why have I got this at 16th? What did you have at 16th? Oh, well, it's enough. Okay, never mind. Uh, fuck uh, that up. Um, not, not Tazzy's top podcast. No, definitely not. Not Tazzy's best mathematician. But um, uh, it's just it's just silly. Like, it's just kind of funny. Like, I kind of wish I had done a Bond movie with the Queen in it or Prince Charles or just, like, have a real... I like when they have just, like, a real-life person. Oh, Mr. Bond. She's at the kitchen and Dennis getting slapped. Like, it's just... Like, we've who, all who got would our... We want? Who's the celebrity now that we would want? Chucky, he's the king. Why not? Put him out there. Meghan Markle, have her as a dartboard. Oh. Everyone hates her, don't they? She could be you a know? Bond girl. Yeah. Bond Richard Branson's back and he was in it, wasn't he? I don't know. Like, he was just, already in it. Like, you want Bond flirting with Richard Branson? Richard Branson would flirt with Bond? Richard Branson. God, he's horny than I am. But, Billy Eilish. Oh, Ugh, no. Too far, Noah. Madonna. No, you're Ben. <laughs> no, you're, you're the Ben. <laughs> We've all got our, like, I think the beauty about this list is we're all going to have, like, the ones that we're ranking because we love the silliness of it or whatever. And we all like silly Bond on some level. And this isn't even the silliest one I'm going to have high, but there's just something about Margaret Thatcher skinny dipping in the water, the parrot. It's just, like, this is no different. I'm sorry, no. You, ha- you have not ranked Moonraker. This is no different to, I think, is he attempting re-entry, sir? Like, I mean, it's just as silly. Oh, He's oh yeah, one of the space. most iconic lines in Bond history compares to Margaret Thatcher talking to a parrot, yeah. <laughs> like, he's in space having sex. Going to take around the world one time. I'm sorry, you don't have enough oxygen Not to take me. another lap around the planet and fuck. You're going to lose your oxygen, but that's believable. Margaret Thatcher talking to a bird that actually has vocabulary. Okay. Um, I love that that's Ben's concern about unrealistic Moonraker. They're going to lose their oxygen while they're having sex. <laughs> well, for those of us who have had sex, and there's two of us on this podcast, we know that it involves oxygen, Noah. Check your Tinder. Maybe it's kicked you back in. I don't know. Anyway... And you're you are the first person in the history of the planet to say the phrase 
having sex requires oxygen. What is that? That is something a serial killer says. That is weird. <laughs> I don't know if that's any weirder than look at me, I don't have a leg. I mean, uh... having Ben Waterworth sex tips, you need oxygen. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, and I like Margaret Thatcher and the parrot. Shut up. Um, at 14, I thought I was going to get into trouble for having this, but Noel's only got a, two spots higher than me Goldfinger. Um, it's fine. Uh, but again, it is silly. Like the plane looks so crap. Like it's like, and Goldfield is like large German man fitting out the hole of a freaking like. Last week, you two were going on about um freaking Gustav Graves and the plane. This looks so much worse. He's not fitting through that. If anything, he's stuck in there, and he's just going, "Oh, please, me someone I'm stuck." <laughs> that would have been kind of good, actually. That would have been funny. Like, it should be like the knickknack scene when he's like, yeah, like, and the thing is just how golfing is stuck in this plane, sitting on the island while Pussy Galore and Bond fuck underneath the parachute. Uh, <laughs> that would be a top tenner. And, like, it's it's like, it's great. It's iconic. It's fun, but it's just, I don't know. It's just it's just silly. It should be odd job coming back. Like, Goldfinger should be killed in Fort Knox and odd job should be on the plane. That's where they get it wrong. Is odd job going to fit through the window too? <laughs> I don't know. They're both fat men. <laughs> I don't know. They're both not going to be in skinny Essa. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Goldfinger. Uh, 13. Rejoice, gentlemen. I'm bringing it up. Blinking fish. Oh, uh, it's not the top ten. <laughs> I like the thing I like about it is like yeah, I, I don't like freaking loopy loopy loopy. Oh, Bond, I love him so much. Like it's it's that's not in that scene. Is that's earlier? But anyway, it may as well be in this last scene because it's silly and like this love triangle thing does come out of nowhere. But what I like about this is I love the fact that loopy loopy loopy's got Colin's pet and is just all of a sudden like oh I've got Sanchez's uh, lizard. And then I kind of weirdly love Bond jumps into a pool and max it on with Pam. Like, I kind of like that. It's kind of fun. Fuck you. The blinking fish is like, you cannot defend Bond in space and all these other things and not think this is silly. It's just fun. Get over it. It's a blinking fish. Let space go. And I also love, like, I love if you ask me to. This, like, I love the way it kind of ties into the blinking fish. Like, this just, oh. it's, it's just one of those films that we've all got movies that you see and there's a song or something that plays and it just connects you to one moment. You watch this movie, you're like, oh, I love that. I just love the way it ends. So, but it doesn't make my top 10. Get excited. Um, another one that doesn't make my top 10. Let's bring it up for the first time. And I'm going to get ripped into this. So, let's brace for it. From Russia with Love. Um, I love Ooh. I love the Kleb scene. It's fun and it's exciting. But what kills it for me is the boat bit at the end with the film and I hate the the film and the hand. I hate the hand and the wave. That is stupid. If that wasn't in it, this would be in the top ten. Other than that, I you it's were fine. Anti hand. But like there are eleven other ones that I like a lot better than this. It's not terrible. The Kleb stuff's great. The boat stuff, eh, sure. But, like, it's just the hand is just so tacky and, ugh, like, that just drops it out of the top ten for me. So sorry from Russia with love. And at number 11, Colin brought it up. Um, live and let die. 
just misses out on my top 10. The thing I love about like the fight is like, I love like Colin, you mentioned solitaire getting shoved in the thing. And I love it. Well, that wasn't very nice. Like I love that. That's funny. But the best bit about it, Colin, you didn't mention it is when Bond's cutting the wires of uh, Tihi's arm and you hear the like, yeah, pew, pew, and then you just kind of see Tihi's face and he's like, Eee-h! like he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he gets kicked out and just the way he falls out of the train is just funny. And then Bond just gets back to fucking solitaire. And I've always weirdly liked Baron Samity sitting on the front of the train. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like it makes no sense. And I never used to like this movie. It ramped up on my recent rewatch, but there's just something about it that I like. But I just love that arm that pew, pew, pew. Like it's just it's just funny. So narrowly misses out on my top ten. But uh, live and let die. Uh, be honest. You kept License to Kill's Blinking Fish out of your top 10 because you don't want to be the Ben of this episode. Oh, no, because I am the Ben of this episode. You're Ben. (laughs) Think think about at least one that I have not brought up that's going to be in my top 10. I am proudly Ben. I'm trying not to think about it. Uh, Yeah, proudly uh, Ben. Hashtag proudly Ben. It's taken 120 episodes, but finally Ben is sick of being Ben. (laughs) I was sick of being Ben the moment I lived. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I definitely, I definitely uh, will hate you for life for from Russia with love. That's wrong. But you did him before. I, I think that I. Oh, uh, he liked me before now, today. Forever. Oh, yeah, he's uh, admitted it. But it's, I, I think I'm coming down to the fact that I might be the only person on this episode who's forgiving of bad effects during a bad time period. We basically have from oh, Russia look with at love. Me. Dude, I'm here we go. Like we have, we have from Russia with love. We have Golden Mighty again. Three Here movies back to back that have some questionable moments in their big final, you know, scene that comes down to effects. But to me, it doesn't take away from the fun of those scenes. Okay. And that's, I feel kind of the same way with Goldfinger as I do with. I feel more strongly about from Russia with love because I think the scene itself is more than just silly fun. I, I I I respect your opinion, but you also did bring up in the world is not enough that that looked crap because of the blue screen fireworks. That was one of your arguments against that. Yeah, I'm not saying that, that that's <laughs> going to affect all my rankings is my point. I'm not going to hold it's it's that it's a very simple scene. But yes, solid point, but if it's, it's a, a winner, man. What did the cast mark? It's a winner. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a bad fact. Yeah, I got nothing. Else to, I have nothing else to declare. <laughs> you silenced him. Um, yeah, I, I was Mike. getting a bit worried. <laughs> I, I was getting a bit worried. Like, am I the real Ben Waterworth? And then like, is Colin, <laughs> nobody is wants Colin to be Ben. Is that the name of your autobiography? Am I the real Ben Waterworth? And you're looking like this at the camera. <laughs> Noah Gross. <laughs> And is Colin the real Ben Waterworth? But then you brought up from Russia with Love, straight adjacent to the Blinking Fish. So it's like, no, no, it turns, turns out Ben is the real Ben Waterworth. Um, yeah, I'm I'm suddenly like, Colin, I'm forgiving of bad effects. I guess I'm very forgiving of henchmen returning at the end because I've not put a single henchman returns up yet and they're all in my top ten, so... I guess you guys are anti henchmen returning, and I'm I'll put like forgiving. two up. Um, three, two. Yeah, forgiving, forgiving of a stupid, super fast like boat thing, which I don't know. I, I, in some ways, Colin, I agree because I love old movies, I love bad movies, and sometimes the the effects 
they're charming and they add to it. I'm, I'm, that's my MO. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. But at the same time, I don't think you can just forgive something that it's so bad and so distracting, like the Thunderball boat. So you Double can forgive seven. that, but you can't forgive a wedgie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo. Uh, let's let's rank ten to six, and then we'll recap, and then we'll move on to the top five. Uh, so my number ten. This will make it since this has been the topic of the entire episode. A sped up boat. Let's talk about it now. Finally, uh, the sped up boat looks really stupid, uh, like terrible. But what's happening between those cuts is still good. Like the fight scene, it's close quarters. I always love the close close quarters fights. I like the fight part. Um, and the one thing that neither you brought up, which is, I think one of the best death scenes in Bond history is solitaire, just spear gunning the guy in the back out of nowhere. And that music solitaire. is dun, dun. Oh, sorry, not solitaire domino domino. Uh, the other game, <laughs> the both names after games. The other guy. Uh, when is, when is part cheesy going to be the new Bond girl? <laughs> Check <Gemino> is gay. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Noah? Oh, it's pretty gay. It is pretty gay. <laughs> Did you say the other gay? What? Is that I the name of the episode title? The other, the gay. other gay? It's not called the other gay, Ben. <laughs> that, that's the, that's name the name of the episode Lazen. title. It's not called no, the other gay, Ben. That's the name of Lazenby's uh, new concert. <laughs> the other gay. But, but no. This never happened to the other gay. <laughs> this never the happened to the game. other gay. The other game. Dominoes. The gay game. You know, Tiddlywinks Johnson, the new Bond girl, and Johnson. It's a penis. How is the name of history? Does Sean Connery go Bond girl? Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about right now. Tiddlywinks Johnson. My name is Johnson. My name is name's Johnson. Johnson. lost me about five minutes ago. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Anyways. Is that the name of the episode? Tiddlywinks Johnson? Please, no. Uh, So when Tiddlywinks pops up with the spear gun and spears the guy through the back and then she has that line, I'm glad I killed him. Bonds, you're glad. Like, well, I talked about Sean Connery's lack of enthusiasm and you only live twice. They'll never find us. This you're glad has to be one of the best line deliveries of Sean Connery's career, not just in Bond, period. The man nominate <laughs> one Oscar. on board with Sean Connery's career today. Like the yes. worst of the best. <laughs> Been but, watching uh, but, all the Conneries recently. That domino scene, that alone almost makes this top 10 worthy. And then uh, the, the skyhook thing, I mean, whether, you know, it, it looks good or looks bad. I mean, it, it's such a great way to have Bond exit a scene. The only thing that always bothered me is we don't really have that moment. Let, let's call this the uh, the tour never dies effect. We don't really have a moment of them even kissing at the end. It's basically like her watching. And I love Domino's performance. She's watching Bond as sort of like a... 
what is he doing? And she's like, oh, oh well, whatever. He's a spy. It's his thing. Uh, what are you I, doing? For, I forgive the effects. It's it's got some really good stuff in the Thunderball uh, final scene here. Um, my number nine, uh, the the new Money Penny and the new M. Uh, basically, it's just their introductions. Uh, but Ben, you you forgot about we're we're also including the uh, the 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 dog the the gift from the funeral part, uh, oh, which oh, hang on stop press let me write that hot in the dog who doesn't who doesn't love the ugly dog getting the callback at the end of the movie? Hey, Colin, call Ben an ugly dog. <laughs> but uh, I wow. I will I will give you it is one of these <laughs> moments like you know like oh money penny and then pleased to work with you m uh yes mr bond like it is very nod to the fans but like as the 50th anniversary i kind of look at this list and i think about what are some of the moments that just make you want to get up and cheer and like i the theater erupted Diamond when they had forever. not not when not when it came up at the end like you know happy birthday James the bond or whatever. Are you okay <laughs> um well, let, let's add to that how can we not give credit to the, the massive explosion in Thunderball? I mean, yes, we do cut to the shot of Bond and Domino oh, ducking to- underneath. Call on Skyfall now. But move that, on from Thunderball. I don't, but Thunderball, Thunderball that, ex- that explosion, another good thing. There. But yeah, yeah, like Skyfall, it's, it's one of these moments where it's like, yes, it is just a nod to the fans, but like everybody just cheered and applauded when you had that Bond M moment when I saw this. We don't this. cheer uh, in Australian cinemas. We're not oh, like you North weird. Americans who clap and cheer. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's just it is weird. Disgusting. The only thing that happens in Tasmanian cinemas is Ray Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) Way to ruin the already terrible movie. That guy, he's a virgin. Um, But yeah, of the, I'd say there's two nods to the fans on this list. And uh, this isn't as strong as the other one still to come. And Colin is nodding. Uh, Number eight. Uh, I, I, I'm always worried when we put this up, I'm like, I think all of us are worried. I'm like, am I going to be the lowest? Am I going to be the highest? Um, the funeral of James Bond, uh, number eight. It's, ooh. uh, Ooh, Ooh, <laughs> Mr. Bond. Uh, but, um, it, it, I, I love the scene. It only works in this movie though. It's kind of like the quantum scene. It, it wouldn't, obviously it wouldn't work anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> I thought the funeral would really work in diamonds <laughs> after I wrote James Bond. I mean, it could work at the beginning if you only live twice, I guess. But uh, I, what I love about it is the subtlety of it. It's not a typical movie. If you're going to kill off a main character, you're going to have like somebody giving the eulogy and somebody uh, crying at the funeral. And it's, it's, you know, awake. And then, the, the nodding, yes. Um, and this is just as simple as the man dies. They're all in the room. They're like, well, here's to James. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I love it. It's just raise your glass to James Bond. Read Ray. the poem thing or whatever. Ray Bond. Ray um, <laughs> Ray Bond. <laughs> That's what Ray the girl's Bond. name is at the end. Oh god! Uh, that would have been more believable than Ray Skywalker. Who's your clan? <laughs> Bond, Ray Bond, <laughs> Ray Bond. <laughs> Fuck! That's the dumbest but, scene ever. But I think yeah, what, what I really like. Even worse. What I really like about the the final scene with Madeline and Ray is that it's 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 that line about I'm going to tell you about story about James Bond. It's, it's the scene. These two scenes are kind of what made us okay with James Bond dying because nobody was on board James Bond Boy, dying. Uh, James Bond dying? 
even when it happens in the movie, we all talk about, even when it happens, we're like, I don't know. I don't know. And then these scenes, wash up in the wash up. They, they make everybody, <laughs> they make everybody, but Nicholas Susick get over it. And so but but still it is, it's one of these scenes where it's like, well, it's, 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 it belongs here you know does it really work is it a bond final scene no which do i have other ones higher uh then i got another one that uh the, the effects are bad on but it's so much fun uh and this is the one where i feel like the bad effects really benefit it like because the way that i guess both of you like the wedgie and the bad effects in diamonds are forever that cake exploding is another bad effect you know it suits that movie it's a silly movie this is the original Diamonds of Forever. I mean, Guy Hamilton, he made his career on silliness like this. The fact that there's a, a mistake of the guards waking up and passing out in between shots and they can't even get continuity. I like that more. The fact that he gets sucked in the window, it is still one of the worst looking effects ever. Somehow it makes it oh, better. The bad effect this one. <laughs> you're not saying the um, names of the movies here. You're explaining the scenes. I think three in a row you're explaining it, but you haven't said you the name of the movie. Okay. You need to say Ben's not a bomb. Okay. The next one, my August, and that's no time to die. This one, you're like, oh, the guards <laughs> passing. I'm like, what, what are we talking about? Oh, Goldfinger. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> number 10 thunderball number okay, nine thank you. i fall number eight no time to die number seven goldfinger um ben's nodding yes. ben nods the cheesy effect helps make this mm, yeah, and a villain's returning you know this one is i think the only one where the villain himself returns i think the rest are like henchmen um brad whitaker is not a villain um, he's not yeah. we i mean we kind of talked we ranked him with the villains didn't we yeah he's technically a villain but i mean he's not the villain he doesn't really return uh, bond, the bond goes to him yeah, the parrot's the villain the real, the real villain of the thatcher movie. asked britain in the 80s dennis dennis the real Margaret villain thatcher is a villain <laughs> uh but yeah like having the villain return kind of sets this one apart uh, and we, we have the fun line with Felix. I mean, although I hate Seth Linder, we hate him, but if you, can you imagine if Jack Lord was delivering the, Oh, there are no other two. <laughs> if, the, if, if it was Jack Lord delivering that line, that makes it even better. And number six, golden eye, um, of the Dr. No prototype scenes. This might be, well, it is, I guess the second highest that I have any of those bond gets the girl scenes at the end. One little thing always bothered me, and this this proves that it's not just a Dalton thing, but Pierce kind of laughing and smiling as he oh. carries Natalia off. It's just kind of, it's one of these like I couldn't picture Connery doing that. I can't picture more if they're doing it. They're doing it with kind of like be happy. they're doing it with like a cheeky smile, and and this is just Pierce like ha, 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 ha. happily ever after. Uh, it's just weird. I have no leg. I don't know. Uh, but Dumpy <laughs> but Brosnan. <laughs> the, the the helicopter stuff is great and they, they're playing on this this being the return movie like bond had been gone for years this is essentially the first reboot and they gave the fans a scene they're familiar with this is the scene you've seen in every bond movie before but they get the surprise of all the guys in camouflage popping on out of the grass <laughs> that's just i love that moment um Tickled yeah, this, on that one it, it tickled me. <laughs> Colin like leaned back in his chair and nearly rubbed his belly. That's the thing is we we don't release video episodes, but you could just see Colin like a whole nostalgia, like the good old days uh, over his face. He was really getting and like, like I, and none of us. Had, and I think what works about it too is that 
this isn't just a callback. Like I get tomorrow never dies is like, let's do this type of scene, but it's because people have seen that scene before that maybe they're satisfied by it. None of us had seen a Bond movie before Goldeneye, I don't think. And if we did, we had only passing knowledge. And this scene worked for me seeing it the first time. Uh, so I, I think that it works for Bond fans. It works for people who are just seeing Bond for the first time. Um, and by the way, that was Goldeneye, in case anybody's keeping track. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, I mean, we do have some matches here, and I'm glad to see some of them getting ticked off the board. Um can we can we just talk about the fact that um I mean a little off topic I'm sorry but it's still topical uh George Lazenby gets cancelled for comments that we don't know about yet there was a guy called Sean Connery who who did an interview oh yes I think it's okay to hit a woman every now and again well it's like the 80s when you're allowed to do that you know what the difference is? I'll, I'll give you Jamie's take on this. The difference is... Yeah, well, Jamie wants to get slapped oh. by... <laughs> exactly. When she, when she heard that clip, she was like, I'd be okay with it. It's Sean Connery. <laughs> I think that's the difference. <laughs> Jamie, not a feminist. She hates women. Um, so does Noah. Unlike men. Not voluntarily. Who, who is Jamie's girl crush? Women hate me. Yeah, who is Jamie's, who is Jamie's girl? Tell me all the details. Actually, you know, you know who it is. Uh, I, I don't. Know, you haven't seen it, Ben. You have you ever? You've seen Mad Men, Noah? Yeah. Uh, oh, Elizabeth Moss from Elizabeth Moss Mad Men and and The Handmaid's oh, Tale. She's she a Scientologist. Oh, poor Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise is hot. What's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, Jamie right, would just... probably say Elizabeth Moss would be her girlfriend. To... My boy crush is from the same show. It's John Hamm. Oh. Oh, that's everybody's crush. I'd watch Jamie and Elizabeth Moss. I'd be all right with that. Mm. Mm. She's mm. a Scientologist. Lesbian, Colin. <laughs> so Lesbian. Tom Cruise, but what a man. Exactly, that's a Scientolo- man. Scientologist, Colin. And lesbian. Scientologist and lesbian. No one's just I mean, outed soon. Elizabeth Moss, apparently. <laughs> She is a Scientologist. I don't know if she's a lesbian, but she's a Scientologist. You, you know, literally just a controversial thing. You, you literally you just said, Colin. You literally stopped me. You paused, Colin, Scientologist and gay. <laughs> ben, ben is really getting off Scott Free in this episode because he's yeah, not called Elizabeth Moss a lesbian. <laughs> I, I think I just was fantasizing about her being a lesbian with Colin's wife. <laughs> Oh, this is we sound like George Lazenby here. What are your thoughts, Ben, on Colin's thing? On what? his thing? <laughs> Apparently, it's not that big, according to Colin. So, um, That's why Jamie became sure, a lesbian. I'm sure the both times he's used it, Jamie got pregnant. So that's all I can uh, all I can vouch for. It works. Um, I will have my say on some of these soon. Um, I am very happy that you ranked something at a certain place for a certain reason, and I'll explain that when I get to mine. Ooh, cryptic, cryptic Ben. Cryptic yeah. Ben. Coming cryptic through. Ben. Cryptic Ben. Admiral <laughs> <laughs> Akbar. It's a trap. Ben. It's a trap. Cryptic Ben. <laughs> no, I, I, have you ever picked up on that? We mentioned this on the Oz Network. I picked up on the fact that, for me, 
Anytime I try to do an accent, it always comes out of Schwarzenegger. For Ben, <laughs> any accent will come out as Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> My Dalton got really good recently. We did a Dalton thing, and I felt you were impressed with my Dalton. I am here to declare the Ben cryptic Ben dramatic. dramatic yeah, your, ben. yeah, Ben, your Dalton, your Dalton did get really good. I don't actually. I don't know if it's more Admiral Akbar or Boss Nass, to be honest. <laughs> Misa don't like the Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Through the planet core. <laughs> and, and for anyone keeping track, uh, we made a reference before. Me and Ben went to see Rise of Skywalker together, which we actually saw all the sequel trilogy. Oh, together. we did. I'm Only so two sorry. of them at midnight, though. Two of them at midnight. Yeah. No, the first two at midnight showing the second one like days later. Um, but Weeks I hadn't later. seen it. Ben had seen it. But right at the very end, this is in good old Tasmania. The big nerd guy behind us just as she's there saying my name's Ray he, he shouts out Ray Skywalker <laughs> uh, and I don't know if it made the scene better or worse to be honest I still haven't decided that can we um, rank one day the worst scenes in movie history and rank that somewhere in the top 10 who are your people Skywalker shut up it's so stupid but it was a terrible film, but we did eat quiche that day. So oh, rest in did. peace, Roger Moore. And Dim so. Sims. I had quiche and Dim yeah. Sims that day. Roger Moore would yeah, be proud. I agree. I'd scream <laughs> at it too. Uh, okay, my number 10, and there's going to be a few crossovers here. Uh, both of you have put it up, uh, but Colin technically nine, I think, is the Skyfall ending. Uh, ben. You you, you no. forgot about the dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally, when you just oh. said that, I was like, "What well, dog?" I'm like, "Oh, the porcelain thing." <laughs> I'm actually teasing, but actually, the dog thing is a kind of cool bit. I agree. Actually, it's the the end of Judy Dent, but she keeps coming back. Well, in you should like Spectre anyway. more, and you should like No Time to Die more because it appears in every other movie afterwards. We get it. There's a dog. Yeah, and Judy Dent shows up in every movie too after she died. Um, Spoiler. Uh, but yeah, it's true. It is very like not Colin's nodding to the fans of like I'm, am, and I agree with Ben that I'm Eve. Eve Money Penny is cringy. It is a bit like Ray Skywalker, um, Ray Money Penny. Um, but yeah, what I are you know. doing, Ben? I cannot go on any longer. Yeah, like. Fingering your microphone right now. <laughs> He's fingering his Colin microphone. Just I got this new microphone and there's a mute button on it. So I thought I'd mute it while I got up to pee, but the mute button's not working because I think I've locked oh, my you're microphone. Up to I got a pee too. Let's right, just well, leave Noah talking to let himself. Let just talk for two minutes here while we both go mute. Keep talking, oh, Noah. How about I pee first and Colin can nod and then I'll come back and then Colin can pee? Why don't you both pee and you just edit it? It's not like you have a job. No, I'm not editing. I've got too much (laughs) editing. Just keep talking. Go. (laughs) He was fingering that microphone. (laughs) I know. Ben Waterworth gets to finger a microphone and it's me that gets banned from Tinder for not being active. (laughs) Come on. Ben gets to stay on Tinder? Maybe if you got um, lucky with your microphone, Tinder would allow you to stay. 
Yeah, I don't have a microphone. Well, Ben gave me one, but I didn't use it. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace, Ben's microphone that he gave me. Um, you know he fingered that before he gave it to you, right? That's why, that's why I don't use it. That's why I don't use it. It's a pre-used microphone. Um, I, don't, I don't trust anything that comes from Ben Waterworth's house or bedroom. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, but Skyfall, yeah, it, it, it's fine. Uh, I, I, Australian audiences do not erupt in applause. That's weird. But I do remember being excited by this, like 50th anniversary and the padded doors. And and for some reason, I'm a dumb bum. I didn't even see that Ray Fiennes was going to be M. And it's just so exciting because I hated the Casino Quantum, like, oh, uh, Bond, it's not Bond. It wasn't Bond to me. So this felt like, oh, finally, after all these three films of not Bond, we're going to finally get Bond. Uh, so I was excited by this. But, I mean, Ben is kind of right that what came after didn't really live up to that. And in a weird way, I feel like all of Craig's endings feel like they could be his last film. The mm. Casino, Quantums, and Sky... If Craig ended with Skyfall, I feel like that would have been a perfectly serviceable ending for Craig. Um Number 19, time for Colin to go and finger his microphone. Um, what did I miss? Uh, we were talking about how you gave me a pre-fingered microphone that I don't use. Yeah, but can um, I just point out, expensive microphone that I gave to you for free, uh, and I got a new one, so I've still got a secondary expense one, which I thought I'd give it to Noah, but no, not after the last one. It had been fingered. Um, well, you, once you find out what that's like one day, tell me. What, did you rank anything else? Did I miss anything? No, because of stalling. Um, but, I mean, even credit to me, I moved halfway across the world. I'm taking a microphone with me. Um, I do. <laughs> when I move across the world. You're in Muna. What are you talking about? I'm in Claremont now. It's worse. Uh, my number nine is uh, the ending No Time to Die. Um, oh. Yeah, in in a weird way, this is the only scenes in James Bond history where James Bond doesn't exist. Uh, th- these scenes Good is point. a post-James Bond world. I completely agree. I love that they don't do this big old funeral. It's just like, yeah, the bitch is dead. Um I love that Rafe reads the poem and that they're all there with the whiskey and it's like, all right, back to work. It's such a sort of like, yeah, James Bond is our hero, but in this world, like he is just another spy at the end of the day. And the books kind of talk about that much more than the movies. In the books, he's not really a superhero like he is in the movie. Um, he's just another spy and he dies and they move on. Isn't it for uh, Russell with Love, love- where they talk him up? They're like, oh, he's so well-known in Britain, so this will be like a big thing against him. That's why the Russians need to target him. I'm excited to get to our From Russia With Love book review episode coming soon. Maybe? Yeah, I'm nearly, I'm, uh, I'm like two-thirds through from uh, Dr. No, so we're nearly at the next one. Yeah. And then when, when are we going to talk about the James Bond, the authorised biography? We need to We really that. have to. <laughs> Yeah, we do actually. Once we do um, um the the Lazenby film that we've never done, becoming Bond. <laughs> well, no, we can't do that anymore. Oh, true. Becoming, <laughs> becoming homophobic, the George None. Lazenby story. <laughs> Not until the sequel's um, made. Yeah. Uh, 
Colin, I was stalling, but my number nine is Bond's funeral from No Time to Die. Um, but you guys didn't even talk about, well, I don't think Ben's brought it up, but the the through the tunnel, the gun barrel into all the time in the world is just a, such a great ending to this sort of film. And is the Bond, James Bond, Madeline to Matilde a bit, or what did you call it, mixed stumpy legs or tilty til mixed stump face or whatever? But... <laughs> tilty mixed stump face. Oh, you guys were got five minutes. You were uh, going off on something. Um, Tiddly Winks Johnson. <laughs> Tiddly Winks Johnson. Um, I know Ben doesn't like Matilda, but I think it's a sweet little scene. His name is Bond, James Bond. All the time in the world through the gun barrel light tunnel is great. And yeah, the funeral is great. Okay, my number eight, uh, Moonraker attempting re-entry. Oh, I thought you hadn't brought like it up of, yet. It's one of the most iconic lines in James Bond history. We didn't even talk about how iconic that line is. We talked about the scene a lot, uh, but I love the cheesy fly me around the 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 world or whatever. And that that's probably Holly Goodhead's best moment there. Like, it's no, got that hard to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I want to see the Ben best moments. Like, what, what are we picking Never happened. It'll happen one oh, day when Moira. I'm dead, when I die. <laughs> more error. That'll be on my tombstone. More, more error. Uh, but the visuals look great and att attempting re-entry is uh, hilarious uh, because it's so stupid, but it's such a great pun for this movie. It's way better than Christmas coming. Um oh. But I love, like, we get the first ever line from Jaws. Like, well, here's to us. It's, it's like we're going to have Dolly and Jaws, like, blow up on the stage. And it's kind of ruined by the fact that they put that throwaway line in, like, we've found a big Jaws man and a tiny girl in the ocean. Like, that kind of ruins it, I think. Uh, but everything about it is just the perfect end of this movie. I'm surprised that you guys put it so low. Uh my number seven, Colin freaking Hilding. It's Winton Kidd on the boat. Um, oh, I thought this hasn't come I, up. Ben is the hero of this week, which is such a weird shock, but I'm so glad that Ben put it in the top ten. I thought it was going to be an all-round top tenner for all of them. I didn't know this was a hated scene. I know Diamonds Are Forever is a hated movie, but I thought it was generally agreed that this was a, a fun scene at the end. Uh this is kind of the real beginning of that henchman returns. I know they did it with Rosa Klebb, but this set off like the trilogy of Winton Kid, Teehee, and Nicknack. Um, and I wish they would kind of bring that back as an ending, actually. But I love the henchman returns. And it's so perfect because Winton Kid are this menacing background figures for this whole film. And yet we Bond barely meets these guys. So we finally get like the showdown. And these two are such great campy villains while also being really menacing villains. And I don't regret putting them in the top five henchmen. Um, the burning thing alone, Colin Hilde, you love burning men. This, you're talking about they the, they did the Thunderball stunts for real. Like they lit a man on fire. you say it. <laughs> Look at him. He's a little chuckle, Colin chuckle. <laughs> Colin <laughs> chuckling. Just, whatever happened to you? Oh, this is a victory. It's not in your bottom five. Now all of a sudden it's a Colin Hilding. How dare you? Colin, Colin keeps having these nostalgic flashbacks where he, he leans back, pats his belly, and no. remembers things from the past. 
Oh, you just, just literally said the word "man on fire." Little Colin laugh. Colin action figure. You just touch his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle me, Colin. <laughs> Tickle me, Colin. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Jamie would like one of those toys. You might get some action. <laughs> Vibrate too. That's a contender for an episode. She's got to choose between. She has to choose between the tickle me collar and the tickle me Elizabeth Moss. Oh, I know which one I'm buying. <laughs> that, that's just in stores for Christmas for all the little Scientologist minion kids. Tickle me Elizabeth Moss. I thought you were about to say the Scientologist little lesbian Gays. kids out there. <laughs> The little Scientologist lesbians are all going to get a tickle me, Elizabeth Moss, um, and and they're probably also going to get a tickle me, Tom Cruise. Let's be honest. Um, Which when you tickle it, it actually goes, "Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Thanks for tickling me. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise." And I'm a lot straight. of hardworking men and women went into building this toy, and you're tickling it in the correct spot. I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> Elizabeth's Scientologist. Also, Tom and- Cruise, raging homosexual. <laughs> I was going to say Elizabeth Moss, Scientologist and lesbian. Tom Cruise, Scientologist and straight. No. Listen to the Oz <laughs> Network. We're trying to get sued by Tom Cruise. That gay man is gayer than Christmas. <laughs> sure. Um, we all Silence. know that. Um, just how do you follow up gayer than Christmas? And that's By a, coming that's more than once movie. a year. Well, that's a new movie coming out this Christmas. Um, Doesn't already exist, doesn't it? Wasn't that Kurt Cameron movie, Gayer Than Christmas or whatever it was? What was that Christmas um, movie then? Here's the breakfast. Oh, no, it's oh, no just, here's a dead body in the uh, fridge. <laughs> Jamie hiding the bodies. <laughs> what is she doing? Well, it's a lesbians after she's had sex with She's like, is, is Elizabeth? Where's Elizabeth? Me. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree, little one. <laughs> is that the Scientologist minions? Whoa. <laughs> lesbians are getting excited in Jamie's house right now. It's the annual annual meeting of the lesbians for Elizabeth Moss. The um, middle-aged lesbian woman's club. <laughs> the annual meetings today. Today is the annual meeting of the <laughs> Elizabeth Moss annual <laughs> middle-aged lesbian. I keep thinking of Elizabeth Mitchell whenever you keep saying Elizabeth Murr, and I'm like, oh, Elizabeth Mitchell. Well, yeah, she, she would be a good girl. I'd turn lesbian for Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah. Who is your girl crush, Ben? My girl crush or man crush? <laughs> Who's your man crush? Mine is John. Trying to say, what are you trying to say? That I'm gay already? That I, I need to. Um... <laughs> Colin's chuckling. Well, there um, is a club. <laughs> I mean, uh, it would either be, honestly, Kiva Sutherland or Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Donald Sutherland sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or um, what was that? That curler guy. From the Olympics this year, Colin. Oh, the Swedish dude, yeah. The Swedish, that hot Swedish curler. Mm. Yes, please. Curl my eyes. Uh, no, I, this is, sorry to interrupt you here, but I, I got to get your opinion on something. Um, who is hotter, Madonna or Celine Dion? Celine Dion. 
Oh, okay. See, even Colin thinks it's Madonna. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know. We, we discovered this on an episode. It may, I actually asked Jamie about this. It may actually be a Canadian thing. It was like Canadians are just like repulsed by Celine Dion. Like, no, but that's... there is something like Madonna, like you expect her to be coming after you, but there's something a little cheeky about like, oh, me and Celine. Ooh. Celine Dion or Taylor Swift? Celine, I'm on yes! the Celine board now. I'm fully Thank on you. the Celine. Noah, see? So, I Celine told you. Dion, Celine Dion or John Hamm? Oh, John Hamm. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, I, I don't even agree I, with that. I, I'm in it for the ham. Um, <laughs> I, I like ham, ham on my Christmas platter. Uh, nice, thick, no, juicy No, I'm on the Celine board. Now that I think about it, I, I like this scenario. Ian Dion, he's, he's gone. He's there. So. You need to come on the Oz Network, Warno, and back me up when I bring out how is hot this, Celine Dion no, is. No, it's just the, the way. Let me let me put it into context. The way the conversation went is we were talking about like you know people who who are into musicians, right? And Ben's like, you know, I'm not one of these people who's like into a girl just sees a musician. It's just he's like, I like Shirley Manson, I like Avril Lavigne, and the mm-hmm. third name that came to his mind was Celine Dion. I'm like, of all female <laughs> musicians, Celine's in the top three. <laughs> well, I mean, I if I had to rank musicians, she's not in my top three. Like, not in my... T- okay, like, and she just came to my mind first. But, like, if I had to rank, like, people I would bang in music, it would be, you know, Shirley Manson, Avril Lavigne, Britney Spears, Kylie Minogue, Madonna, Demi Cher. Lovato, Kiva Sutherland. I saw him live. I'm not sure. She's, like, 80. Come on. I'm not sick. She's uh-huh. still Madonna. Selena Gomez. She's hot. Miley Cyrus. Um, I don't know. Billie Eilish is not bad. I mean, she's weird looking, Harley but she's Simon. also... Lulu. Kylie Simon's Kylie Simon's pretty decent. Yeah, don't mock that. Come on. Yep. So, <laughs> right, so no, you're number eight. <laughs> I, I Kylie was Simon's an eight. We're, we're, I, I thought was, we're doing I good, was, but we got less than an hour now. <laughs> Who's Colin's man crush? We haven't asked him while we're on the ball. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I'll bang it's him first. You can bang right? him second. We can spit roast yeah. him. Oh, God. <laughs> what? We're gonna. What? I'm not googling this one. Google spit roast. <laughs> no, Colin, no, Google not us. a chance. I learned my lesson from pegging. Okay, this ain't happening again. Bill. <laughs> Filthy. Double on seven review. Filthy. <laughs> if we had uh, listeners, they might review it. Seriously, we got Colin to Google pegging on an episode once. It was hilarious. <laughs> what did he find? <laughs> not much, not nothing that we didn't show him on Double or Seven. Um, <laughs> let's screen share and look him at spit roasting, shall we? I'm, no. I'm, here we go. Um, I've stolen this from another podcast, but if if Ben, Colin, and Pierce Brosnan are a human centipede, who goes where? I'm at the front. <laughs> I I want it all in me. I'm- <laughs> The front gets nothing in them. The front gets into others. No, the front. I've got people coming from behind. My mouth is nowhere. I'm you know the, you know the difference. You know, you need to back, watch right? the human centipede. No, I'm talking about the hey, front ben, ben, of people in my butthole, Colin. Ben, do you? Know how <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking Noah if he knows front from back, because like front, everybody's behind you. So what yeah, is the person in the front that's what I mean. doing? There's yeah, got to be somebody front- at the front of the queue. Yeah, the front. Uh, Why is this a pardon conversation? My, pardon my French. The front shits into the middle, and the the middle gets uh, the front shit, and the back gets both of them. Oh, shits. is that part of the deal? 
I'm out. What? Have you not seen? I mean, I was out before, seen? but I'm definitely out now. I just want something in my butt. That's all I want. <laughs> that is not the episode title. Don't even suggest it. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever you call that position, put it in my butt. And I'm the one that gets banned from Tinder. Well, maybe if you put things like that, you get some action, all right? Ben, it, if you're at the front, you either got Colin's mouth sewed to your ass or you got Pierce Brosnan's mouth sewed to your ass. Brosnan's mouth on my ass. That sounds like heaven. I've suddenly discovered that both of these two guys are completely innocent and have no idea what the human centipede is. And they're both thinking, oh, <laughs> okay. my God, we're when, gonna, all going to crawl together. I, I, I back that point up by the fact that I just mentioned spit roasting Pierce Brosnan and you're talking about centipedes. I'm talking about sex acts. You're talking about depraved serial killers. And Colin's going, what's a butthole? That, like, that's what we're all doing here right now. <laughs> so used to be good. Pierce Brosnan, um, just on the topic, Pierce, who would you like to be in a human centipede with? Shirley Bassey. Yeah, Shirley would be all right. I think she would do she would go okay. Yeah, she would be pretty good. So number eight. No. <laughs> uh, I've done eight. It was the re-entry thing. Uh, um, seven. Literally seven. now. That fits in very well with that conversation. <laughs> ben just wants something up his bum. Can we arrange that? Do we have enough funds from the Patreon to arrange No, when are you that? coming back to Tasmania? We can arrange it. Uh, um, <laughs> am I your man crush? Boy crush? You could be. I liked you better when you were fat. <laughs> and under each. <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> That's why I liked him better because he was under <laughs> I showed someone a picture of me. Uh... And they and said that's why to you're me, single. <laughs> they said to me, Oh, you looked better when you were fat. It's <laughs> like, Come on, give me a hot dog. Oh, no, wait, no, not a hot dog. Give me a, a burger. Dog. Give me a burger. <laughs> I spend all that time not eating things and not drinking beer and running. Like, I should have just stayed fat. <laughs> I like Noah. I I still to this day that 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 time you'd come back and I picked you up in the Pizza Hut car park in Newtown and that was the first time I'd seen you in a couple of years and you were skinny. You sat in the car and the first thing I said to you was like you bastard because you like lost all this weight. Here I was jabbing at going me so little wookie wookie. Put chipping up my butt. <laughs> Please can we call yeah. the episode that. No, <laughs> but yeah, apparently I looked better when I was fatter, so I'm down on burgers now. Um, Chris Burger, what a terrible, what terrible to say to someone. I'm, I, I think Colin looks better when he's fat right now. Well, we never saw the before. <laughs> this joke is mean. Colin is not bad. I don't know why this started. Um, why are you I'm defending our joke? We, we were making the best progress in the history of this podcast, and now we're down to 45 minutes. Now we've talked about the human centipede, Scientologists, <laughs> asses, and fat. Tiddlywinks Johnson. Tiddlywinks um, Johnson. And no, look I'm at me, I don't have a leg. Here's us for making good Here's us for making good time. I've actually done seven, too. It's Winton Kid. Oh, here's um, Jamie. Jamie. Oh, uh, here's Ben and Noah. Ben and Noah guarantee we're going to be done in 45 minutes, so you can get ready for the gym. 
I didn't guarantee. Don't put words in my mouth. (laughs) Yes, I'm aware I'm screaming at you. (laughs) Jamie, I'm on board with you and Elizabeth Moss. They're both fans of Elizabeth Moss, but she's a Scientologist and gay. And a lesbian. Bodes well for Jamie. What are you doing? She's really hot. (laughs) Tell us more. How hot do you think she is? What would you do to her? Oh hi, Casper. What do you think of Elizabeth Moss? Oh no, don't get don't get there. That's a bit wrong. He's too old for me. All right, we're gonna move on. But quick, Colin, what's the menu? Quick, quick, quick. Um, it looks like a breakfast sandwich with like baby it. tomatoes looks on like it. it. That's clever. BLT. No BLT. All right, we're getting we've fancy. GBLT: gluten, bacon, lettuce, tomato. You just got gluten. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Our plan worked. Uh, no, it, it's Winton Kid. I thought it was set number seven. I thought it was going to be unanimous top ten. I love this scene at the end uh, on the boat. Uh, I love Tiffany Case like Colin. Um, Colin's favourite bit about the diamonds is my least favourite bit of this whole scene. I find that line a bit cringy. And and you've got you, Colin. How can you not rank in top ten? One of the most lazy, worst one-liners from Sean Connery. He certainly left with his tail between his legs. He's put zero effort, and I'm here for zero effort. Sean Connery in Diamonds Are Forever. Um, I I love the Burning Man. It's such a great stunt. You're forgiving this shitty boat crap. Well, this is a genuinely good stunt. The Burning Man, genuinely wedgie good and stunt. the weird genuinely good stunt and the weird sort of slightly homophobic connotations with the wedgie is a bit off i know i know lazenby that's his favorite scene actually but, <laughs> elizabeth uh, moss's elizabeth moss uh but tom cruise but uh it is such great that we have in the 70s these gay villains who are way ahead of their time but then it kind of gets a bit ruined with this like oh, wedgie thing uh, but but I'm pro wedgie. I like a wedgie. I'm pro um, in the butt. Uh, but yeah, that does get a bit ruined. You've got these kind of iconic ahead of their time characters. Um, but the fight is great. The shish kebab, Bernie shish kebabs number eighteen. Bernie shish kebabs number eighteen, nineteen, wasn't it? Twenty. Come on. Um, and my number six. Who the hell put this up? Oh, they all put this up already. It's uh, Rosa Klebb in from Russia with Love. Who do you like, think? This put is it up? such a great. Rosa Klebb is such an iconic, menacing villain. Like, I love her in that maid yeah. outfit. I love. You're talking about the spear gun. I love Tanya with the gun. Like, do I shoot Bond? Do I shoot Rosa? I love her with the shoes. It's so like dangerous and ah, ah. It's so good. Um, She's odd job now. Ah ah. <laughs> The, the book maybe does it better because I kind of wish the they did leave better. it on the cliffhanger. Like we'll get to that on our book recap coming soon. Uh, I kind of like the they. I kind of wish they did leave it on a cliffhanger, which they obviously couldn't. Uh, the boat stuff, I don't hate it as much as Ben. The hand, maybe it's a bit silly, but I'm more ranking for Rosa Claire because it's such a great scene. And it is kind of a surprise when you watch it because you do think, okay, we've killed Red Grant, we've done the lecture thing, everything's safe. And you're not expecting it when you watch it the first factor. Um, I love it. I can't fathom it not being in the top 10. So I'm glad at least one other does. Um, but as you can tell, I really like the henchman return scenes. And I'm glad there's one henchman return scene that's not been brought up yet. 
Um, I, I mean, I don't. Maybe I shat on from Russia with love more. It just I like eleven a lot more than it. It's that simple. Uh, it was twelve. It wasn't quite like twenty like Colin and Diamonds are forever. Um, I'll just say one thing. I'm very surprised that No Time to Die is as low as it is on both of yours. I, yeah, that's a bit shocking. I, I I forgot to say my big problem with No Time to Die as well. It's so short for such a long movie. Bond dies. There's no breathing. It's just like bang 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 end. That's another problem. I- I'll maybe disagree with that when I bring it up shortly, but um, yeah, I mean, sure. Yep. Colin fingering his mouth. I'm chewing. I'm chewing. Add something. Colin's chewing. (laughs) Colin's chewing. Um, I have nothing of value to add. Um, just uh, from Rush with Love. Thank you for um giving some love to From Rush with Love. I will give it some more love soon. Colin, I was going to say you you potentially could have made top 10 Canadian podcasters until you just had said the quote, I have nothing of value to add to this. <laughs> it's better than saying I just want something in my bum. <laughs> that is true. Touche. <laughs> I take that back. I apologize. I'm a man of honesty and I'm proud of that. So... Um... <laughs> I peg me any day of the week. Um, so there are one, two, three, four that none of us has brought up. And at wow. number 10, it is not one of those. Uh, I am so glad that Colin ranked this at sixth because that means that it will keep its streak as being constantly averaged in the top 10 because I've got Gold Knight 10 and I was worried there for a moment that Noah put it at 13, but the average will be just inside that top 10 to keep it alive. Um, it really comes down to that there are nine other better ones in this. I, I'm smiling, Brosnan. Fuck you, Colin. Be happy in life. You saw the minions in that app, Just Be happy, clap along. Isn't that from the minions? Um, it's like, I like, I like, I like the ending when they sort of are like in the bushes and then all of a sudden like Joe Don Baker shows up and I just love, he's like, oh, banyan trees. And then all of a sudden, like all the commandos jump up and just their little in the helicopter thing. And it's like, you talk about short scenes. This is shorter than no time to die. Um, but I love it when they sort of get lifted off in the helicopter and we've got that weird, what is it? Substitute of love or song or whatever it is. Like I, I miss the the random song in the credits, bring that back. We haven't had that since uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, right? Well, it's not enough they didn't no play time, that. No Time to Die? Well, that was a, an older song, though. Like, that was, uh, yeah, but, I mean, a song specifically written for that movie, you know? Dying of the Name Remix. To, uh, yeah, that's the last one. Because um, um, Well, it's not enough didn't have that weird Only Myself to Blame. That was only on the soundtrack, wasn't it? They didn't actually play that in the, in the credits. So mm-hmm. um, bring that back. I like that. Um, but yeah, like gold scene, it's great. Just there are nine other ones better. So thank you, Colin, for ranking it as high as you did. So we keep the average there, uh, at number nine, what do I have at number nine? Where's my list? Ah, 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 ah. I've already had that. Um, how am I ranking this the highest? No, I thought this would be in your top five. Dr. No. (laughs) Um, like it's the original, like this sets the bar. This has been parodied by how, like, Austin Powers, and like there's that deleted scene in the first Austin Powers when it's like, how do we end up in this boat, Austin? And he's like, all my all my movies end this way, baby. Like it's just like the the line, like, 
And there's just something about the whole bit when he ties like the rope and then he lets it go. And then is it like Felix just like shakes his head? Oh, there's Bond fucking that other woman. And like, it makes no sense because how are they going to get rescued? Like, they're going to go off and they're stuck in the. They're fucked like two times. Bond's bored of her. Oh shit, I'm stuck in the boat with this woman. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's just the quintessential ending. It's just the classic ending that sets it up. I just, I love it. It's great. And I used to hate Dr. No, but the more, more and more, Roger Moore, I like Dr. And the book so far, it's pretty decent. You know, can't and complain. And Bond does go on to marry Honey Rider, according to the official <laughs> James Bond authorised biography review coming soon. Honey Child Rider or whatever her name uh, is. Honey Honey Child Schultz in the official James Ooh. Bond authorised biography. Honey Schultz. I'm literally up to the chapter where they're just having dinner with Dr. No and he's oh, just no. like, what do they call themselves? Like Brian and Cheryl Bond or something like that, whatever <laughs> their names are. And then Dr. No's like, I know that you're really, you know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, coming soon. Save it, save it for the review. Coming soon. Uh, number eight. Let's bring up something that hasn't been brought up yet. Ooh, controversy. Casino Royale. Um, oh. Mr. Ed's on the line again. <laughs> um, um, like, the bitch is dead. Great line. I've read the book now. I get it. Um, I kind of like Bond and his stationary order on the boat. Um, that's kind of cool. And then the killing of, uh, well, not the killing, the capture of Mr. White. You know, Bond, James Bond. Like, yeah, it's cool. But at the end of the day, again, I like seven others better. Sorry, but I just do. I don't dislike this. None of these I really dislike. It's just the fact that I like other ones better than this. Um, number seven. Let's bring up another one that hasn't been brought up before. Um, oh, I, I kind of feel this is going to be somebody's number one based on the fact that I think he ranked a person involved in this scene as a number one henchman. The man with the golden gun. Um, oh. I love Nick Nat coming back. Give a dog a bone. Um, like the, the way they've got him under the bed and when he puts him up in the, the man, what what's the it called? The the cage, um, and when basically what's her face is like, you didn't, did you? And he's like, oh no, I didn't. And then we get the um, the good night, good night. <laughs> like that's just so, like, man with a golden gun needs more love. I love this film. And isn't and just, there a quote in our intro from this scene as well? It's a oh yeah, I may be small, but I never forget. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, but I just, I just love the final shot of Nick Nack in the little thing up there, and he's just like, looking so sad, Nick Nack. Like, I wonder, what do they pull into port and just go get that man? Um, yeah, he he could still come back. He's still alive. Bomb twenty six. Well, the actor isn't, but um, rest in peace. No, he could uh, get Peter Dinklage and he can do it. True. <laughs> Very true. Um, uh, what's his face from Star Wars? He's still alive. He's still kicking. Warwick um, Davis. Warwick Davis, thank you. Um, I, yeah, again, I don't dislike any of these scenes from this point on. I just like six others better and I just this one's great. And at number six, the other one of the other two that hasn't been brought up yet, I'm ticking them off the board. The spy loves me. Um oh. Keeping the British end up is fantastic. Um, the nobody does it. It's like, <laughs> you talk about silly. We need to somehow find a way to rank like the silly scenes. Like I want to rank California girls. Like I just, I love California girls. Take picture. But no, we're not ranking that shit. That's at the bottom. But like, I, I love the keeping the Br- Like, okay, I get it. Attempting re-entry is an iconic line, but I just don't like it because of space. Like just this whole, that's in the opening scene. Anti-space. of space. 
intro, keeping the British end up, sir. Um, and I just love the way they're all looking at him and everything like that, but just the nobody does. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I, it doesn't fit this film, but it's great. Um, but again, there are five others that I dislike better. I'm sorry that I bring these two up because it makes me sad they don't make my top five, but they're great. They're so great. In the butt. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, you brought up most of my top five here, but um, you you said uh, you said something I can't argue with. I'm not going to say that this is changing my mind or it's smart or anything, but I can't really argue with. There's just five or six more that I like better because uh, that's half of my list. I mean, this is one of the most unusual lists we've done in that it's not really like I have. Oh, I definitely like this one better. It's a lot of like. Oh, I like these. It's like, oh, this one. I don't know why, but I just like it a little bit more. So uh, I, I agree with your arguments. I mean, like, you did bring up some new ones, but we're doing them in groups of five. And I guess actually some of mine aren't coming that far away because there isn't really that much more to go. Uh, but I'm just so happy that, A, someone put Dr. No in the top ten and... Ben, who dislikes this film the most out of everyone, put it in the top ten. So, woohoo! Yeah. Woohoo! Blow up your pad. We're doing all uh, the sound effects tonight. So, should we recap 15 to 6 here? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do all it. Right. What do you think, Casper? It's a winner. It's a winner. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it, team. All right, number 15, Colin, I'm ashamed of you at putting Dr. No so low. Number 14, uh, take me around the world one more time. Uh, and butt. here's to us. And do, 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 do. I don't know what's the disco music. <laughs> Moonraker. What was that? Colin's Where are you? Colin's old enough to remember disco. Colin's been gluten going crazy. Uh 13, Baron Samdi and Live and Let Die. Number 12, uh, he definitely left for a few days, Quantum of Solace. Uh, number 11, uh, <laughs> give us a kiss for your eyes only. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, 10, <laughs> uh, I, like Tiddlywinks. I like Tiddlywinks Johnson, a Thunderball. Number nine, uh, my name is Eve, Eve Skyfall. Uh, number eight, uh, my name is Ray, Ray Bond, No Time to Die. Number seven, um, Goldfingers Stuck in a Window. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. Q, Q, I don't know. What does he do if he gets stuck in a window? Oh, Q! <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Q, Q, Q. Uh, and six, <laughs> the commandos coming out of camouflage, Goldeneye. Uh, my number 15, cello, cello and turbans, it's the living daylight. Uh, my number 14, it's, uh, what did you call it? The short story, Tiddle My Dink or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> tiddle My Dink. Tiddle My Dink. <laughs> Stop giving us episode titles. I've got like 10 to choose from here. <laughs> Condor Solace, um, Quas, uh, Croissant. Um, number Coffle. 13, <laughs> 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 uh, Goldeneye, uh, number 12, uh, fat guy stuck out the window. Goldfinger looked, Goldfinger looked way better when he was fat. Uh, it's Goldfinger. 
my number 11, yeah, uh, that's a good point. It's a long way back to Kingston, Bond, Bond and Honey on the boat. Uh, my number 10, my name is Dog Bulldog. It's the Skyfall. My number nine is uh, uh, Bond and Mathilde going through a dark black hole. Um, oh. oh. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> Uh, number seven, speaking. Uh, number eight, speaking of black holes, it's uh, Jaws and Dolly attempting re-entry. Um, and my number seven, speaking of wedgies and shish kebabs, it's uh, how are we going to get that Burning Man down from here? He certainly left with his tails between his shish kebab, diamonds are forever. Uh, and my name is uh, number number six. <laughs> are you okay, Noah? <laughs> I'm trying to end the episode. I'm <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm keeping the British end up. Uh, yeah, let's just end it now. We've done good. Uh, and my number six is I may be Rosa, but I never forget from Russia with Help. Uh, number 15, shut up. Noah Margaret Thatcher's on this list. 15 for your eyes only. Number 14, Goldfinger, your butthole. Uh, number 13, <laughs> Kingfisher's license. Or your microphone. <laughs> number, <laughs> number 12, um, Kleb's got a, she's got a knife from Russia with Love. Number 11, uh, Paul McCartney's Live and Let Dion. Live and Let Dion? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Ian, Ian Dion's dead. Uh, number 10, <laughs> Love it, Dion. Um, number ten. I really want to watch the Celine Dion telly movie that you talked about, Colin. Who plays Ian Dion? Is it oh. Ian Fleming? Um, <laughs> number ten. Um, golden eyes, bumhole in the bushes. Ah, we're in the bushes. Number nine, Doctor Noah. Why isn't in number ten? Uh, in the top ten for you. Um, number eight, uh, the bitch is ranked Casino Royale. Number seven, he may be small, but he's not in the top five. It's the man with the golden gun. And number six, nobody does it better except for five others. The spy who loved me. All right. I think we could do this. We got half an hour here. Um, Let's stall. Let's fuck up Noah so we can get rid of him like we have the last two. It's so (laughs) fun when he's gone. Make Colin rage quit and then just have fun for like two hours extra. Okay, we'll do this one at a Boobies. time. Uh, and Boobies. one thing that's Boobies. one thing that's interesting here. Boobies. Shut up! Shut Boobies. up! Shut up. <laughs> uh, I I will get Jamie on this podcast. Clara <laughs> boobies? No. Um, no. That's not. One right. thing is I think there's only one movie that has not been brought up by anybody in the top five, right? That is correct, Colin Hilding. Ooh, all right. Okay, so um, my number Can't five. You bring it up. I'm not bringing it up now. Uh, that's your movie. <laughs> Bring I'm not up. bringing it up yet. Uh, my number five uh-huh. is Nick Knack in a suitcase. Uh, Nick Knack <laughs> Paddywhack. Give a guy a suitcase. Uh, I don't know. Something. Nick Knack. Oh, uh, joke on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> even Colin I lost chuckling. faith. I even that's lost a, faith. That that's a through. Colin fact. <laughs> <laughs> a Colin fact. <laughs> uh, this is I, I I do have a minor complaint about this as much as I love the man with the golden gun. The scene does go on a little bit too long. Like I, I the whole oh yeah, just a moment, sir. Like that part. Okay, let's speed this up a little bit because there's like so many things that happen here. You got the them getting into bed. You got uh, Nick Mac coming out and fighting. You got him putting out Nick Knack. Then you got the whole she's coming now, sir. And then you got Nick Knack. Like it's it's half a movie in itself. But 
I enjoy everything in here. And of all the henchmen comes back scenes, this should be the one that is instantly, oh, well, that's definitely the dumbest, but it's it's not. And I think that's just shows how great knickknack is, is that this scene is meant as a joke. It is meant to be stupid, but you still have that little bit that buys. Aww, yeah, this rude. guy's dangerous. Oh, sorry. You got, <laughs> you have that little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you you still believe that that there is something threatening about this guy so it's not a complete joke um him showing He's up shown. in the cage and then the, the good night good night thing is so good uh there's no better way to end it i wish that's something they would continue on with i mean disco moonraker kind of killed it uh you talk about wanting to bring the secondary songs back like i want Dis- the- disco no time to die doom 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 <laughs> no time to die doom, 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 no time doom, to die that's the that's the preferred disco version Sam Smith. Uh- how do i live <laughs> how do i know <laughs> if only we had video episodes from ben and noah's let the sky fall that's already pretty disco now another way to die is like a ballad another way to die timothy dalton sings another way to die another way to die yes man with the golden gun number five so we're doing these individually now are we okay yeah. I cannot believe they killed Admiral Akbar off screen. Those <laughs> bastards. Um, I can't believe the sequels were a thing. Colin, Colin talks about this scene being too slow, and then he talks about, oh, I love the Thunderball boat, which is the fastest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. Like, just, Colin likes it quick. That's all I've got. Well, ask me. Jamie. <laughs> oh, no wonder she's thirsting over Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Jamie's thirsty over everyone. She hasn't had sex. How old are the twins now? She hasn't had sex in like three years. I kick her off Tinder too. She's on Tinder. (laughs) No, you got anything to add or I'll put it up. He likes it quick. Do you want to add a witty um, comment? I mean, I had it two spots before. I agree with everything you said, except I don't disparage uh, little people. So, you know. (laughs) Just Scientologists who are gay. (laughs) That wasn't me. That was Noah. I'm all good with the gay Scientologists. Good for them. It's like, I'm definitely not the Ben. It was Noah who was Ben. Zenu or whatever that alien's name is, he's down with the gays. Good for him. Ben said he was Noah, but Ben is the one who, A, called Elizabeth Moss a lesbian. I never brought it up. And B, called Tom Cruise a raging homosexual. So Tom Cruise is a raging homosexual. That guy's gayer than Christmas. Come on. I don't care if he's gay, but you did. I don't say care that he's he... gay either. I just want him to sue us. That's all I want. He'd be like, "Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. He's a subpoena. You are being sued. I'm Tom Cruise." <laughs> I mean, if you're gay, that's fine. If you're a Scientologist, that's not fine. Um, it's find fine a new girl crush. Be a Scientologist. No, I disparage no. the Scientologist. <laughs> I want the Scientologist to sue us, but I don't want the little people to sue us. So, Colin, watch your mouth. Um, uh, we're so nice to each other on this show my number five is you guys brought it up way long ago um, Teehee on the the train Michael Jackson Uh, (laughs) 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 Wow. you said not to disparage the gay Scientologists so let's not go there Um, oh careful now I find that offensive 
Well, what is he going to do? Sue it? Um, <laughs> Did his marriage the dead? We just lost the oh, queen. I mean, Don't talk about the dead king. Yeah, I mean, we talked crap on the queen. So. Um, yeah, I I love this kind of... I'm a sucker for the trains. I like the trains. Train sequences in Bond just always nail it. Has there been a bad Bond train sequence? I don't think so. Um, Octopussy, maybe. Uh, we've well, when, uh, what's his face got hit by one? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favourite train moment. Yeah, great um, graphic. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's so claustrophobic and I love that he comes back and he's just so so joyous in it. And why didn't Whisper come back with him? Because Whisper's still alive. He did, so, you just couldn't um, hear him. <laughs> Uh, but you guys are underselling the Baron Samity at the end. It's the, It shouldn't be great, but it's just a, I feel like after that moment, you really feel like you're in the Roger Moore era when this eternal character is standing on the train. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, the a Solitaire, who's such a bland Bond, Bond girl, um, is that the right gay, Solitaire, or is it Domino? Game, sorry. Um, <laughs> but, like, I feel like this is her best moment. She's got so much charisma with the like the cupboard thing is hilarious. It's kind of Mary Goodnight vibes. Um, but and yeah, as Ben said, the like cutting and like his face Tee and kicked off the train. Like Bond just does train sequences so well. So I was actually surprised that this was not an all-rounder top ten. I thought this was viewed as quite a iconic, memorable scene. So I'm happy I put it in the top five and that's what i was saying the unsung heroes live and let die man with the golden gun those sort of ones this this week i honestly forgot you hadn't put it up yet he says staring at everybody's list right now knowing what hasn't been brought up yet but then i clicked and i realized you hadn't i don't disagree with what you say again i just i had it 11 i like 10 others better than it it's it's good it's yeah i'm down with the gay baron samity on the front so you know Colin, unmute yourself, Boomer. There you go. <coughs> Finger <coughs> your microphone. I was nodding. I didn't need to say anything. Uh, yes, I, I also forgot you didn't bring it up yet, but I can't really disagree with it. I mean, we all sort of said the same thing. Like, we don't know why it works, but it works. It, it, it shouldn't, and it does. Um, my number, yes, my number four. I guess I don't uh, get to put up another more. five. Oh, <laughs> Do we really need it? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Whatever. 19 minutes. 19 minutes, Ben. Well, I'm going to drag this out for 18 of it then. Um, yeah, it would be a lot faster if we didn't jump the queue. At number five, die. Oh, thank God. That's why you jumped the queue. You knew. Wins are forever. Oh. <laughs> are you serious? Die. <laughs> Die another day still hasn't come up. You two forgot that I haven't put it up yet. Uh, no, no wonder you jumped the queue, Colin. I take that back. You were right uh, to do that. Um, I can't believe. I thought that Noel would guaranteed have this in his top five as well. This is fucking gold. This is so uh, good. Like, time is up forever. I just say the words. I want to watch it. I love this film so much. And... Just it's like we've said it so many times, the scene fits the movie. This is Bond sitting on a boat 
about to have some room service with Tiffany. Good old Tiffany. There she is. And then come Witten Kid, which I think, Noah, you said that they haven't really interacted all movie. Well, this kind of is good because then they could sort of get away with this. And what is he talking about? The claret or something like that? The 64? And he's all, actually, it's a 63. And then just like this fight is so stupid, but it's hilarious. Like with the cake bomb and the, woo! Like with the witch. <laughs> funny and colin burning man over the thing it's hilarious yeah, an and, actual good stunt and i actually kind of like yeah i'm sort of half and half on the how we're going to get the diamonds down um but like it's just i don't know it's just everything about this is so fucking good um this is is this my favorite henchman return scene um it is uh so yeah i i love it it's just hilarious diamonds are forever better than the book the book's a bit graphic. The book's not silly. The book's just graphic and just like, oh, they're dead. This, it's fucking hilarious. Like, oh, come on. It's so good. Colin looks like he's having a stroke. Or he's I, just, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to be more ashamed at, that you have a wedgie in your top five or that somehow Die Another Day is going to be higher than a wedgie. In celebration, um, let's play it one more time. All right. Reggie or the, I just want yeah. to say, like, one last time, I really thought Colin would have it in the top 10, not because of Diamond. I thought it was an iconic scene. But I also, mean, I had Winton Kidd in my top 10. Yeah, and this is one of their shining moments. Uh, ben mentioned the cake bomb. Like, Tiffany throws the cake, but not knowing that there's a bomb in there, and then there's just a bomb in there. Uh but then, am I making this up? But when they sail off on the boat, don't we see like winter kids, like little heads, like pop up through the windows, like, oh, they're on the boat. Like, I think that happens, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. You do see them. Yeah. Yeah. How great is that as well that we see like winter kid on the. These guys have been trailing the whole movie and then finally they hit. And the shish kebabs. Come on. Colin. No. Um, my number four. No. Uh, no, 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 no. What was that, Colin? No, oh. no, 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 no. Okay, you haven't said that in a while. Yes. Uh, my number four. Uh, I'm I'm basically in the territory where there were four that I'm like any of these could be my number one, and I'm still trying to work out in my head why I picked my number one as my number one. Uh, but uh, this one could have very easily been um, Casino Royale. I can't think of many moments in the Bond series that are as iconic as that gunshot and then him standing there with this massive <laughs> rifle and just saying Bond, James Bond for the first time. Um, I, I don't remember if there were applause for this one, but it should have it. I, I, I applaud every time I watch this. The way that the theme kicks in is it, perfect anticipation. And this is where it's not going to be so much about the script or how it's played or the effects or anything. It's just how they held off just long enough to really make the audience want this. And whether you, if somebody loved Casino Royale the first time or not, this is the one thing that anybody would have been waiting for in the movie. It's it's the way that we sat through the No Time to Die credits, just waiting for the James Bond return. I mean, you wanted him to say Bond, James Bond, and to have it as the final line of the movie after shooting this guy in capacity, not even killing him. And here's a guy we don't even know who he is, and he's just crawling on the ground. Like, it is one of the greatest moments in the franchise of all time. You, you mentioned you don't know if there was an applause. In our viewing that we saw, uh, there was just a fat guy at the back yelling, fat nerd guy Ray! at the back yelling, James Bond! <laughs> Bond! Bond, James Bond! Uh, 
<laughs> the Australian Tasmanian audiences. Uh, yeah, it's not my next, but it's obviously coming up soon, and it's not my number one, so it's coming up in the next three. I actually sat through all of Casino Royale waiting for the gun barrel to appear at the beginning, and I got shitty. Um, so oh, and yeah, the like, next three or four films after that. The one thing I will say is that, like, as I've talked about Casino Royale, I did leave that with a, oh, God, what, where was this? Where was that? Where was this? And um, I, I guess, like, ending it on that was a bit of like, a, oh, okay, good, he said it, fuel, you know. But, like, I don't know. I think by that point, the first time I ever saw it, I was still I was still shocked, positively shocked that they didn't have the gun barrel at the beginning. I didn't get over that for two hours. I'm like, why was it at the beginning? What's going on? This isn't Bond. What's going on? Um, but, I mean, I had it at eight, so sure. Uh, my number four, nobody does it better. Do, 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 do. Uh, keeping the British end up. I mean, attempting re-entry is iconic, but I feel like this is the most iconic line probably in Bond, outside of Bond, James Bond, right? Probably. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's so iconic, but it's also great. And, like, I'm uh, I'm there for the silly, stupid remix themes i wish that ben wants the songs brought back i want the silly remake nobody does a better sort of thing uh it's funny it's a perfect light-hearted end to a perfect bond movie um and yeah what more can you say about it you've got the, the it's kind of the birth of the the crew looking on bond doing lewd things which they would kind of continue on with quite a bit during the 80s 70s and a little bit of the 90s but so iconic funny uh great rogers great in it uh mrs ringo star is great in it too triple x um everything i love it but not my number one i think it, it's great for being iconic but it's not quite at the number one i don't disagree with anything you say i just like others better than where i put it but I agree. Nobody does it better. Uh, I'll save us some time because it's my number three. Um, I completely agree with you. That line. I mean, really, the only other I tried to think, I'm like, are there any other lines that are as well known as that? And I mean, maybe if, if we're not counting Bond himself, maybe no, I expect you to die would count. Uh, oh, but yeah. but like as far as Bond's lines like that, that one line and, and you talk about maybe how, a genuine Felix line. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a genuine Felix oh, Leiter. I've forgotten, eh? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, scared the living daylights out of her. A no? woman. Um, Thanks, a, a woman. <laughs> a woman. But um, yeah, it's 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 not just the one line. I mean, it's everything. It's it's this this ridiculous escape contraption they have, and then the the a line delivery that is on level with the keeping the British end up the Bond what do you think you're doing <laughs> that that right there yeah. is just as good I mean the, the entire scene is made by it and this is uh really almost a parody of the Bond gets the girl scene at the end of the previous movies like where you have Honey Rider and the rope and you have Kissy on the raft and here it's like oh Bond's disturbed but it's not like Hey, I'll see you guys later. It's basically like he's caught off guard. He's like, oh, like they're watching me. <laughs> this is different. Uh, you talked about how um, Live and Let Die, that Baron Samdi thing at the end, that almost like started the the, the more more era. Um, <laughs> there you go. He's he sobered up enough. It's just a chuckle. Uh, but but uh, I would actually say this: keeping the British end up. I think that's the one moment where, even if it was after the movie, they're like, okay, we know who Roger Moore is now, and that kind of shapes everything going forward with him. 
<laughs> more error. Still funny. Um, but me turn. I mean, me turn. Me turn. Me turn. Me turn. There is me one ben. that hasn't been brought up yet. Ooh. Oh no. And it's not coming up next because at number four, at number four, cue the music. It's How is this still there? He does this just to fix the averages. It's one of your highest die another days ever. Um, I don't, again, I want to establish. I don't think I've ever put die another day at number one on anything. Colin has. Um, I haven't. Oh, so, yeah. Um, wow, yeah. So okay, so a couple of things with this. <laughs> I remember sitting in the movie. Like, I, there were two in my top four that I am unashamedly ranking as high as I am because part of it was the experience it of seeing it for the first time, which sticks in my memory every time I see it and it elevates it to such a great memory. When I saw this for the first time, I was with my dad, going to wash up on a beach somewhere, that same man, and we're watching this scene, we see Bond come in and then it's all like, oh, money, penny, and then they start making, my dad grabs me. And he's like, no, no, they can't. Like, this is this is not a thing. No, money penny. They can't like hook up. What's going on? And even I'm watching this guy like, oh wow, like they're finally getting together. This is awesome. And then when she wakes up, and then like little and, like everyone in the cinema cracked up laughing. They loved every single second of it. And then I fucking love the rather hard, isn't it? Yes, very. I fucking love that. It's so funny. Why, why does your dad have such strong feelings about money, Penny? Because <laughs> my dad loves money, Penny. I don't know. But the thing, the thing, I've said it so many times before, I always think, so there's a scene then when like kind of Q's like looking and then he kind of looks back as if just like, you know, he's realised what uh, money, Penny has said. But then when they cut to the beach and you've got that sweeping scene, I always just expect to see Q running down the beach going like, I don't know why, but like he's running down. Oh, you only look twice. Are you ranking this based on what you want it to be versus what it is? <laughs> if that was the ranking, this would be a completely different list. But like the scenery of that last shot is gorgeous, like the beach and the little hut thing. And like, screw you too. Like, I love the scene with the, oh, put it back in. Oh, no. Like, it's like, oh, dirty. Like, what's going on? One of these times, I, like, what is it, Money Penny? One of these dudes, you're going to have to make good on your innuendos. I literally want this scene to be full on graphic porn. You see, going in and out. But like, oh, screw you. It is what the- you want it to be. I like Jinx. Jinx was in my top ten, and I just kind of like like Halle Berry. Just looks like she's having so much fun here. The way she's just like always oh, the good guys, and then just like the chemistry, their sexual tension, like the fucking like, most graphically sexual last scene, and just put it in, put it out. The bad good line, and then it cuts into oh, a great remix of Die Another Day. I love it. It's great. Um, oh, screw you both. Always going to make my top five. Look, I had this at the, my very bottom, and you reminding me of the bad and good line makes me want to just scrap it from our whole list. Uh, I love Money Penny <laughs> Masturbate VR scene. It's brilliant. <laughs> the, 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 like, it's the lack of, of logic that applies to that, because in order for that program you to exist... You Moonraker means, where? <laughs> okay, but let's, let's look at this. A man oh, can't go into space. space. 
People a woman face. can masturbate exactly. while watching virtual reality porn. It's 2022 uh, yes, and but, exists. But in order for that to exist, that means that I a, masturbated to virtual reality porn, Colin. It exists. In no, order for that to exist, it means a you had to have the idea to write that program, and b no 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 Pierce no, no, Brosnan, no. James Bond, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan would have to film his side of it. You and who is cannot, doing that in MI6? No. You cannot sit here and rip into the logic of a scene in James Bond yes, and I, I can, can pick 10 of these out that also make no sense logically at all. Somebody wrote a program of a co-worker having sex and Bond himself went along with it yeah. and filmed himself they for would this be cancelled. <laughs> Somebody in How 1979 allowed space rockets from the Brazilian jungles to be launched in five seconds from a British secret agent and a woman mm. called Dr. Holly Goodhead while they allow to fuck and spin around the earth a couple of times while their dicks get wet. That's logical. You're literally talking about the same year that the same space shuttle that they filmed And I'm was sure every single life. astronaut said, oh. hey, NASA, I'm just going to fuck my friend for another 10 minutes while I fly around the moon a couple of times. Well, I guarantee you this. There was no VR program where you could masturbate having sex with Neil Armstrong, okay? That's the well, difference. I guarantee you that in all the Bond movies, all of that doesn't exist either, but you're not ripping into those movies. And anyway. how has no, no one brought up that in 1989, somebody built a statue of a fish that blinks? <laughs> my, two, my two dads are fighting again. <laughs> Anyways, I want to finish this for once. Um, I already gave my three. It was Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, (laughs) No, number Uh, three. I've got nothing to add on that Die Another Day bullshit. To what? You're number three. Oh, my number three. Um, I I am number... No, I'm number two on this show. Um... My number three, uh, I'm we all put it high, so three, four, five, whatever. It's I'm giving the shout out to Nick Knack. Um, oh, I thought this was your number one. No, not number one. I did rank Nick Knack as the number one henchman of all time, and no apologies, he's a great henchman. Um, but like you guys are underselling the fact that we ranked henchman returns, we ranked like Bond. Uh, innuendos with MI6, we get both. How can this not be top three? Because we get both. Not only do we have a great knickknack fight, and then him in the little crow's nest cage thing, which is so funny, but the fact that Mary Goodnight and Roger Moore are going at it downstairs while knickknacks just shouting at the in the in the cage upstairs. Knickknack lives, which is great. Uh, but it's such a great little fun fight. Like Colin said it best, like Nicknack is funny, but he's also really menacing. And that's why he was my number one. He ticks both boxes uh, and he gets stuck in a box too. Um, but but not only do we have this Nicknack returns, which is kind of a surprising scene. You don't really see it coming. Uh, and speaking of coming, then you also get the, the un- most underrated MI6 like quote of all time. It's so terrible. How can you not love this? Uh, Colin didn't can you get put it. Mar- no, no, that's why he didn't put it lower. But can you put Mary Goodnight on the phone? Yes, yes, I will. Bon, can you put her on the phone? Yes, she's just coming. <laughs> it's so bad. But how is this not remembered up there with all the other innuendos? This one gets forgotten, but it's hilarious how stupid it is. 
And then you get the good night, good night, <laughs> and a great like shot of the boat. Like, I, I, we talk about bringing back the songs or the disco remixes. I want all of the the Bond films to end with the the theme tune just sung a little slower at the end. Like, no time to die. Oh, He's dead, like, my bond, dear. Bond, dri- bond driving off. How do I? <laughs> How do I live? <laughs> When you're not here, I'm suffocating. Like it's such yeah, a great all the time in the world. All the time in the world. Jack White. Um, <laughs> was, what, was he was imitating a bird for a second. I didn't know his voice went so high there. He muted him. <laughs> oh, a dog heard that. Where, 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 don't call better dog again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it ticks like I, I hope it's convincing you guys to move it up because it ticks everything. It's got the the comedy, it's got the menacing fight, which is a great fight. You got the great song at the end. You got the innuendo. I almost do want to put it as my number one because it includes everything from all you of can. these endings. The the henchman, the funny innuendo, the great ending song. It kind of covers everything. And it doesn't get the credit. So I'm glad finally the man with the gun gun gets to be in our top five, which we always talk this film up on this show. And now it gets the love that it deserves because it's a great ending. And come on, Colin, Merry Goodnight coming. You love Merry Goodnight. Colin doesn't get it. <laughs> Nobody liked Merry Goodnight. That should be enough. I mean, I had it. it. I had it at number five. Um, I'm not going to yeah. move it up, oh. but <laughs> number five. Well, yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I'm still going to do my number three. Now, Colin, how long have you got? How long are you going to go? I mean, I should be going now. So, Jamie's we'll go. going to be getting give angry me your top two, minute. and then uh, give me your top. No, two. no, no. Let's let's let's, let's try to do this. All right, uh, number three. Uh, I bet you both forgot that I haven't put this one up yet. Thor forgot, yay! World is not enough. Number three. Uh, <laughs> this is number three. I love this movie, but what is wrong with you? Because, again, cinema experience, one of the best <laughs> I've had at Bond was the seed. And you two completely forget how great this scene is when they're doing no, the I whole don't. thermal imaging scene. It seems to be getting warmer. I, I mentioned how I thought it was cringy. But I love that. And then I love, like, you're talking about the puns and the famous lines. One of my favourite lines is, like, must be a premature form of the millennium bug. Like, and then, like, everyone at the cinema lost their shit at that scene. They cracked up laughing so much. idiot. And I'm sorry, fuck you both. The Christmas comes like I thought Christmas only comes once a year and I've always wanted Christmas in Turkey. Oh, brilliant. We never get like cheesy one-liners at the end of Brosnan movies. It's so good. And Denise Richards is brilliant in these scenes. She's terrible in the rest of the movie. Don't make a soundbite out of that one. I love these <laughs> scenes so much and it's just like this is the, the great thing I love about like the world is not enough is that like it can have like – it's a serious film, but the humor in the world enough is great. And I just love the way this ends. And, like, the context of this film, this was 1999. This movie was released at Christmas time. This, I would argue, you turn around and say, like, oh, I want to manage your secret service. It's a Christmas film. World is not enough. Christmas film. It's literally got a character in it called Christmas. <laughs> 20 seconds fucking, at the end. 
for Christmas at the end. Fucking for hashtag fucking for Christmas. Um, I love that scene with the thermal imaging. I absolutely love. Yes, I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. Is that the name of the episode? Um, I love the ending of the world is enough so much, and I love all the lines in it. It's great. Uh, fuck you both. Would you rather me put Die Another Because I was tossing up between number three and number four, between Die Another Day and The World Isn't Enough. Would you like me to swap them? I'll swap them if you no, want me I to. Just, I just want to say there, there's no more argument. Ben is the Ben of this episode. I, I can't believe it took this long. He has a I, wedgie. He has masturbation, and he's got Denise Richards is brilliant. That is more than 50% of his top five. The official I, Ben Waterworth is the Ben. But this is where, like, I'm so baffled by both of you because you're all like, and I'm thinking, like, do you guys realize that I have not ranked Die Another Day, Diamonds Are Forever in the World of the Month yet? Like, because I'm we were talking here. you up so much this week that we forgot. <laughs> this is why I'd be good at Survivor. I would skate through to the top five easily. Nobody would notice me. Yeah, and then at the end. All right. And that's a uh, Ben fact. All right, big reveals now. So our twos and ones. Um this was actually a lot. I, I thought when we were going to do this list, I'm like, well, there's one easy number one. And who knows? This could be the first time that all of us agree on a number one. Because uh, I think Anna Darmus might be before. the only ones. Was and, it Anna Darmus uh, only? Felix wasn't um, uh, Jeffrey Wright uh, unanimous. Oh, as well. yeah. Okay. All right. So um, I actually came very close, though, to Ew. not having the movie that is almost about to be all of our number ones or maybe will be i almost didn't even have this as my number one because there's another one that somebody put up at number 12 that i love so much it was this close to being my number one and that's my number two from russia with love uh kleb's return is so good and the blue screen fine it's bad whatever it's one shot um are you did you send us a youtube clip of denise richards being brilliant what is this you just sent there is no Denise Richards being brilliant theme song. What is the thinking music? What is this song that you're sending us? I don't want to click it. I, I found a clip of Elizabeth Moss uh, singing a song from a movie called Her Smell. <laughs> Sounds like a porn Which, film I watched the other day. Yeah, it's Jamie's favourite movie, Her I Smell. I thought we were going to do you Celine Dion for something. So Celine Dion in that song, are we? <laughs> Celine Dion and Elizabeth Moss, the two sexiest women. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm putting From Russia With Love as number two. And I so badly wanted to put this as number one. Uh, but uh, do it. The, well, the only the only thing is, is that the other one is a once in a lifetime scene that you would never get, which my number one, uh, obviously being on a Majesty's Secret Service. But just to quickly touch on From Russia With Love, uh, I think it's Kleb coming back. It's it's kind of like the knickknack thing. It should be silly that there's this kind of very small older lady who's fighting with Bond and it's a battle over a shoe. Well, I'm discouraging small people again. It, it, it weirdly works though because there's something about Kleb that still has like knickknack that kind of you know intimidating presence. You still consider her a threat, and I can't think of any other time in the Bond series where. You actually really buy into the, oh, will they or won't they with who's she going to shoot? Like, again, that shouldn't work. It should be so obvious, but it still kind of works because they played Tatiana's character so well throughout the movie. 
Uh, and I love the final boat. I mean, yeah, it looks bad, but I love that final boat scene. Uh, even with the little wave is kind of cheesy, especially because you have the bad blue screen. But uh, it, it's one of my favorite, like, Bond gets the girl finishes. And if this had been number one, I actually would have ranked a <laughs> Bond uh, has the henchman comeback moment. But my number one on Majesty's Secret Service, um, this is an ending I never thought I would get. And I, I know I mentioned this, I think, when we did the commentary or something that uh, – my brother and I always talk about one of these days, I just want a movie where just like the end of the movie is literally like, boom, somebody's dead. And you never think a movie like that's going to come. And then I watch this and I'm like, I can't believe somebody did it. Like, especially in 1969 for a series that was so <laughs> reliant on formula. <laughs> uh, we're going to finish this time. 69. Are we going to bully Colin off by laughing into 1969? That Colin doesn't understand. But but like in a series that is so built on formulas and and just sticking with all the same cliches for them to do an ending this daring and have it have enough emotional impact that you're bringing it up in Spy Love, you're bringing it up in For Your Eyes Only, you're bringing it up in Living Daylights, um, you're really trying to redo it throughout the entire Daniel Craig era. Uh, this is the type of ending that there's no. <laughs> Ben's thinking about something. Uh, uh, there is, if people only have the video chats with the chats. video. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there, there's, there's no other movie I can think about that, that has an ending like this where you would never expect it because it goes against the type and it works so well. And this is the most important moment of the Bond character. I would say it's arguably more important than Vesper's death. Uh, and the fact that they had the guts to actually do this is the most impressive thing. And a lot of guts. Is that yes? That's how they Is that it? What? What? Do you have anything? What? Do you have anything more to add, or is that the end? Well, that's the end of my number one. I didn't know if you'd stopped talking or not. Yes, I stopped talking. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you put From Russia With Love at the number two. I put it sick, like Ben put it way too low. Um, but it's such a great scene in the book and the movie and the, the Tanya stuff is great. So I'm happy you put it there. And obviously I've still got Majesties to go either in my second or first. So where will it land? Ooh. Um, I put From Russia With Love at a solid spot because there are 11 other ones that are better. And I guess we'll all be talking about On A Majesty's Secret Service soon because of Tanya's smell. Not Tanya. What's her name? <laughs> um, Elizabeth Moss? <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> Lazenby's non-homosexual wife. Tracy. Yes. Um... So my number two, oh, will we have a match for first or will it be the other one? Um, the other woman, it is number two is Casino Royale. Um, I hesitated with this one because I like the fun Bond stuff and this is not a fun one. I like Henchman Returns, Knick Knack and Coming and uh, British End Up and Teehee's Arm and stuff like that. Um, and this is not fun. Uh, but this, ha like, for the newer films, you don't think they're, they're going to have iconic moments. Like, the films before we were born, 
they feel like from another time where, oh yeah, that's iconic, but you never think you're going to live through iconic movie moment, movie moments. Uh, but this is one that has just stood the test as one of the top 10 most iconic moments. And I'm like Ben, I had a lot of issues. I did get over the gun barrel a little faster than he did, uh, but but I had issues with Casino Royale. Like I want a Q, I want a John Cleese, I wanted fun Bond, and I didn't get that. And I, I initially was not huge on Casino for that reason. But this huge. really ties it together. What an ending! Like, and this is where Quantum needs to not exist because this is the ending. This wraps it up. We don't need this follow-up thing with the necklace and stuff um even though i defended that slightly and i'm more i think about it the more i dislike Roger the quantum Moore. ending i wish i put it lower but um but this is just so iconic i still have issues with the big gun but it's become iconic over the time that i've let that go a bit but i still think it should just be the good old pistols but um yeah, it's so iconic, and it's one of Craig's better moments, and it really amps you up. for Craig's endings are normally pretty good and for amping you up for the next film, but they normally let you down quite a lot, like 007. Uh, <laughs> my, my number one, we've got a match, and maybe we've got a triple match. Look at us being friends. Uh, maybe, but we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, as... Colin, people always talk about like our Rogue One is such a good movie because they kill off the entire cast, which I argue uh, is not necessarily great. Kill off some people, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not huge on Rogue One and their ending. Same. But this is just ah, oh, look at us. Uh, but this is just as Colin said, it, it's just works so well that there's a movie that actually did that, and in such a grounded one with the. At the time, people watching it, Mildred's like, oh, James Bond's getting married. The new fellows get married. And then they just bang. And then it ends. It's number one, but if we're going to criticise even the number one, it almost maybe put it as number two. Don't don't chill off on, she's just having a rust. Um, and then, damn it. Yeah, hate that. Can we re-edit that? Like, how have they not re-edited that to all the time in the world? But... I can forgive it for how, like, people talk Lazenby, he had a lot of guts and that, but his performance is so damn good in this moment. Um, so, yeah, as much as I like the fun henchman returns and the innuendos, this is the one that just steals the show. What an ending to a movie. Probably one of, the, I think, should be considered one of the most iconic film endings of all time. I would definitely agree with a lot of what you said, and I guess... I will talk about it in just a moment. Talk about it now. I'll give you the floor. Oh, Colin, aren't you a nice gentleman? Um, do you even remember what I don't have to put up yet? Because I don't know if you, you well, forgot. Majesty, but what else? One other, probably like tomorrow. Well, will we have a be, match? It's going to be to a kill, I bet. <laughs> number one, because at number two, it is not on a majesty secret service at number oh, two look at those. i am very surprised that you two put this up where you did i have no time to die at number two oh, um wow. i think one of you said that you feel it is so quick and over and done with and there's no time to rest i no time <laughs> well i think that's part of what <laughs> makes chuckling. it 
so good and goes back to my cinema experience. I mean, I had that, talk about Tasmanian cinemas, uh, you know, when he dies, I didn't have some guy going, dead, dead Bond. I had that guy wailing and crying his eyes out. And the first time I'm watching this, you were just and in that such. Guy was called Ben Waterman. <laughs> you're in such shock, and then just kind of the way you've got like the death, and then it kind of goes quiet for like what three seconds, and then you cut straight to this room. And I think you both said about how this is like the perfect ending. You don't need a big Bond funeral. I've on the Oz Network complained on some of our shows that certain characters don't get funerals. This is one character I'm like, yeah, no, Bond doesn't get a funeral. You're right. He's just another agent. Sure, he's James Bond to us. but And even if he is his big name agent, James Bond doesn't want a funeral. He's not sitting around going like, sorry, sorry, I want a big funeral. Like he just wants people to sit around and drink a bit of scotch and have a clinky get back to work. That's, that's what Bond wants. Uh, I love M's speech. I think it's great. It sums it up so well. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, even Tanner and Money Penny and Q here aren't really saying anything. They're so great and just everything about it. And I think the fact that you're still in such shock watching this going like, holy fuck. And then, yeah, I don't like Matilde. But if I give her any credit, I actually kind of like that little look she gives uh, Madeline sort of like she's got a little like a, that's the best acting she does all fucking film that little look she gives her and like oh my god when they sweep to freaking all the time in the world you talk about Honor Majesty should have having done that well they retcon that perfectly by doing this and then to go into the tunnel and the way that wraps up and like oh my god that hits in the feels like you just you sit there for the entire song just staring at the screen going oh my god did they actually just do that and I just think it's 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 up there with like you talk about a once in a lifetime ending. I mean, my number one, I'm gonna agree with both of you what you said with that, but like this, holy fuck balls. And no, it's not recency bias. I think in ten years' time I would still have this at number two. It's just everything about it is just shocking, positively shocking. And yeah, number one was always gonna be your majesty's. I agree with everything you both said. You never see this coming. And Lazenby's amazing. The just having a rest line is incredible. I love the wedding scene. I don't think either of you talked about the wedding scene. And I, I love, like, I love Money Penny's little wave at him. I love Q being all nice to him and just like the send off and just the chemistry of them in the car. Like, ha ha ha, we're on a drive. And, you know, like, what is he like when he pulls over and he says something and then all, oh, Brofeld, and he gets in the car. <laughs> And just everything about it. it. It is slightly ruined by the, on it all the time in the world, mixed with, you know, da -na, da -na, da -na, da -na. it's so stupid. But, oh, God, it's just, it's incredible. It's so goddamn powerful. And, yeah, I I, I kind I, of guessed it could have been all our number ones. I definitely thought it was Collins. I, I thought Noah's yours might have been the man with the golden gun. But, yeah, our third ever clean sweep for number one. Bananas. I will sorry, say, uh, oh, oh, sorry. I just wanted to say, Ben, uh, you are the band of this week, but you did sell <laughs> No Time to Die well. I will give you that. Yeah. Well, not, mo not moving up for me, but I, I think you did a good solid selling of that. I You're wouldn't welcome. move it up. I mean, I, I basically had that and Skyfall back to back, but what I hadn't even thought about, like you were talking about, like I said, the simplicity of they just go right into it. What I love now, even more so, is that if you look at Skyfall, the, the Judy Dench, the, the M kind of memorial and the Bonds memorial back to back. It's such a spy thing to do. Like this is how, when spies die, they give them a star that's unmarked, you know, in the middle of the CIA lobby. 
and you're never identified by name. It just sort of feels like this is fitting for spies. M, yeah, we read her will, and here's a dog. And Bond, it's like, well, here's the Bond. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. it. It's so appropriate, and those two, I think, tie together so perfectly. But it's interesting, like, we know what our average number one is going to be. That's simple, but the rest of it's kind of all over the place because I feel like we didn't have a lot of, like, big, other than most of Ben's top five, we didn't have a lot of big gaps in where we ranked. I mean, some of the, our bigger gaps yeah. were – you know, I may have ranked it four spots higher than Noah and Ben may have ranked the next one four spots higher than me. So average ranking, first of all, what are we going to do for the music? So is it going to be Elizabeth Moss doing Brian Adams here? Yeah, we'll, we'll end with be- Celine Dion and let's let's play this. Thing. I just want to say Brian big Moss gap. does Brian Adams from Her Smell. Big Gap is a future <laughs> Bond song. Um, yeah, sure, let's hear Elizabeth Moss's Her Smell. None of us have heard this. I have no <laughs> clue what this is. So here's Elizabeth Moss and Her Smell. Thinking about all our younger years There was only you and me We were young and wild and free Now nothing can take you away from me We've been down this road before But that's over now you keep me coming back for more Baby, you're all that I want When you're lying here in my arms I'm finding it hard to believe We're in heaven That was something. Uh, uh, sounds like Scientology. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got so. two Canadian connections here. We got Elizabeth Moss covering Brian Adams and Celine Dion in the, yeah. the final oh, one. Look at those. Are we ready? 25. We're ready. You only live twice on some whatever that ends it. Number 24, cues a perv, a view to a kill. Oh. 23. Yeah. Stumpy McStump face. It's octopusy. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board so far. Number 22, blinking its way just outside the top 20. <laughs> Lights to kill. Um, oh, this is, I think, the lowest this has ever been. 21, way to go, James Bond. It's Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Number 20, oh, poor Dalton, both in the bottom five. Boo, living daylights. Oh. Not my fault. Uh, Oh, number nine. How did how did I have this at number four and it still ends up at number 19? <laughs> Die another day. That's <laughs> bullshit. Oh, thank you. For that, let's play this again. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's just not. That's not, I'm going to put that up to number three now where I said it should be. Uh, number, number 18, the DB5, sure, Spectre. Number 17, it's too fast. It looks shit. Thunderball. Number 16, Noah's favourite Thatcher. It's for your eyes only. Number 15, it's 10 spots too high, Moonraker. At number 14, there's a necklace and snow, and it's only in three days. It's Quantum of Solace. Number 13, she comes all over your face. It's the world is not enough. At number 12, there's a dog, Skyfall. Number 11, oh, I didn't make the top 10. Doctor, no. Boo. Oh. Uh, number 10, he's fingering himself out of a plane. It's Goldfinger. Number 9, ooh, diamonds are forever. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Number Red eight, keeping its, keeping its perfect top ten uh, average in play. It's Goldeneye. Number seven, T he himself out the train. It's live and let die. Number six, doing the hand. It's from Russia with love. <laughs> Number five, no time to barrel yourself into dying. Number four, good night, good night. It's the man with the golden gun. Yeah. Wow. Number three, the ranking is dead. It's Casino Royale. Number two, nobody does it better except for one more, The Spy Love Me. And at number one, obviously, it's an emergency secret service because that was all number one. And my master correct this week, everyone. So just I was sure out. that's right. 100%. He, he had... Actually, Dying hang on, no, 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 there's a mistake. Dying of the Day is actually number four. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 This might be our... This might be our best overall average list. Like this could mm-hmm. pass for an average list. Yeah, there's there's oh. very few. I mean, even if you yeah. consider like where Ben ranks, die another day, and <laughs> uh, where I rank the what? other. Okay. For the record, I don't consider it. Yeah, but but I just could think Noah. Hey, if you rank die another day at the bottom, it would have been in the bottom five. So. I'm partially holding you to blame, uh, yeah. even though I'm happy. It's not number 10. Uh, there we go. So I guess next up is the cars for Ben, and then Noah and I will rejoin you <laughs> on the following podcast. <laughs> sure. Rankings. I'm going to get Rocky on to the cars. Or Cable. Or Prince Charles. <laughs> you can get Troy on. <laughs> oh. Here he's been weird lately. Maybe he needs a friend. <laughs> I don't want Ben to just do the cars on his own. I'll get Jamie yes. on. <laughs> well, um, clearly the Vanquish is going to be number one then. Die another day, the invisible car, number one. <laughs> Average number one. Great. Now we need to rank cars just for Ben Die another day for being number yeah, one. Okay. Well, no, we'll do the cars at some point. We'll do it. We'll can do we? It. Can we'll we please right now? Can we commit that the next rankings is cars? Please. Come on. No, I can't. Cars will be get quick, it done right? with. It's a quick cars one. There's not 25 cars. There's what, like maybe 12. And I think the thing that would be fun that you two know, like I'm not Mr. Expert on cars. I just know more than you two. But like, seriously, you guys are just going to rank them based on like, oh, that car looks nicer than the other one. Sure. Like, come on. I guess we include the gadgets in there. It's not that bad. Um, cars. Yeah, fine. Let's we all know cars. the DB5 is going to be number one. Come on. It, it'll it'll mean Jamie. I prefer cars too. No, cars too. Shit. Car two is the no worst. No angry text. You know what's funny? Uh, my kids love cars. The fight is always between somebody it saying cars on, three. Though. Well, it's they're always fighting. Either it's like I want cars three, and then the other one will be like I want cars one. Nobody has ever suggested cars two, and they own it. Even Pixar well, well, disowned cars too. So, so it's official. Next episode is Ben and Colin's three children talking about the cars. <laughs> there we go. And we um, can we will, children. We will do. Uh, a little movie called Entrapment. Entrapment uh, is I, next. Entrapment I started and I know it, it is going to be next because I have watched half an hour of that movie before we decided we would do this and I don't want to rewatch and take notes again. I've, I've taken notes. I'm not going to remember my notes if we wait too long. So Entrapment will be next. We will talk about Sean Connery remaking the Thomas Crown Affair because it really is the same movie. <laughs> I don't think I was quite aware of how many similarities. You guys will talk movie. about it. I'm not doing it. Noah's holding up the Lazy Noah. <laughs> um, Lazy so, Don't bring me up in the, with him. We don't like him. 
cars and entrapment and eventually we'll do something that Noah will agree to and then you'll hear Noah again. Um, and we are currently listening to Celine Dion, I think. Um, Canada Which Revolts. One? <laughs> Which What's one your is favorite it, Celine Dion ben? song, Noah? Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> she had Ooh. no. There's one which is not like a ballad that was pretty good. I'm gonna look. My this up. favorite oh, is well, um, getting excited for Celine. I like either my heart will go on or it's all coming back to me now. They're my two choices. I will say today, uh, I did this big long run. I'm not bragging, I just did it. And then I got in a taxi, I was so exhausted. And when I got into the taxi, this old Korean guy driving me, he was pumping, My Heart Will Go Off. Good oh, not uh, that's my a heart. true story anything. today as we speak. So maybe we need to do Anything that. about my heart will go on? So let's play it anything right now. That's what we're no, ending no, no. it with. <laughs> I found the song Love Can Move Mountains. That's a decent song. No, oh, my heart will go on. Uh, the <laughs> all right, so I am out of the Cars episode and I'm out of Entrapment. So Ben will be recapping the next couple episodes on his own. Uh, yes. My name is Has Colin. I got gluten. <laughs> Um, my name is Noah, and insert quote about having one leg here. And my name is Ben, and I'm going to go keep my butthole up, sir. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you, that is how I know you go the distance and spaces between us you have come to show you go on Oh, mm-hmm.